Hello and welcome to Arnesky, a sports podcast where we like to talk about all the sports news from around the world. The full table again, all four boys are back. Uh, massive show plans. We want to tackle the NRL and AFL news stories from the week as always. Uh, we're going to then talk about the IPL and how they've oh, struggling with the Rona at the moment. Mm. And we hate talking about Rona, but I think we've got to in this case. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's a massive UFC card 261. Uh, we've got F1 news, a little bit of golf and soccer as well to finish this off, um, which is, you know, good to talk about, good to talk about. This is much better take three. Uh, let's go to <laughs> shout a beer and straight over to Mac. Mac had to talk about his lovely Western Bulldogs. <laughs> yes, you'd think I'd be shouting the dogs uh, a beer after starting 6-0, and but unfortunately this is a, this is a sad beer I've mm. got to shout here. Uh, Lin Jong, a uh, uh, journeyman at the Western Bulldogs, uh, Poor bugger. He's uh, battled injuries his whole 10 years. He's been at the club. He missed the 2016 grand final uh, with a collarbone shoulder. And unfortunately, the in- injury bugs hit him again. Uh, massive clubman. The boys around there love him. That he's, he's one of the funnier blokes at the club. And, and they've kept him around. You know, he's, he's such a good... Good, good, wholesome guy to have around, and and the hamstring, you know, finally got back to footy. You know, came to Canberra, where 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 the legend, the legend factory, we call it down here, Minor Oval. Um, and halfway through the first quarter, tears a hamstring. He's he's had his surgery, or he's booked in for his surgery now, and. You know, Paul Bugger, he was absolutely tearing up the VFL. The yeah. dogs had to, Beveridge had to put him in the team. So, um, is, Jan, is that she, season done or will he get back towards I, the end? I think it'll be very close. And if yeah. not, the way the dogs are going, he won't be able to just come straight back no, in. He'll, yeah, need yeah. A, he'll need to run some footy together. Yeah. Hopefully, he can get back, maybe win a VFL flag when the, both both teams go undefeated this year. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, have a beer on me, Lynn. Uh, very sad stuff, mate. But uh, all the best in your recovery. Hopefully, yeah. get back on the list and back in uh, back into it next year. It wasn't just your standard hammy it was yeah. a, a te- like the tendon ripping off yeah. and it was a it's like 10 to 12 weeks they're saying so yeah what are we week six, six now yeah. so that's mm. be right into the run into mm. finals yeah. it'd be amazing if he comes back from that but you'd the, want to block a footy as the, well the, the, depth, footy, the yeah. depth of the dogs mm. but, you know some of some of his injuries like you mentioned the broken collarbone which mm. sort of made him uh, miss the 2016 uh, flag where he was playing lights out that yeah. year as well yeah. he's done two <laughs> collarbones he's broken his jaw he's uh, ruptured his well. appendix and and he's done an ACL on top of that. Like he's cool just busted. one of those blokes where it just can't buy any luck. And yeah. one of those really just cruel stories of injury, uh, yeah, yeah, ridden play. So, yeah, thoughts go out to Lynn, mm. and yeah, like you say, maybe he goes out and wins a VFL flag, or it'd mm. be amazing if he if come he back can, can get back into the ones. I am. I know I'm on a timeline whenever I talk Bulldogs, but the <laughs> but the best Lynn Jong story I've heard, and he's a bit of a larrikin, but mm. when he did do that collarbone and he missed the grand final, mm. he actually played the VFL grand final, and his shoulder and his collarbone was that cooked. He actually strapped his other shoulder. So when other opposition would go uh, up to him, they'd go up to his go to the, go to the, go to the uh, tape shoulder yeah. and give him a couple of whacks. Trojan horse, yeah. if you little yeah. no, no, that was the, that was his good shoulder. <laughs> he played out the whole game, actually played pretty well, and, yeah. and then came out the end and said, "Yeah, I had the different yeah. shoulder strapped up." So yeah, so Larrikin of the club, big clubman. So yeah. have a beer on us. Yeah. So my beer that I'm shouting out to the Brisbane Broncos because come out during the week they've. I don't know if it was a crazy plan, but they're being very ambitious. Mm. Of course, um, they've let Tom Deaton go and. Supposedly didn't mm-hmm. even offer him any deal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and we'll talk a bit more about that when we get to it. But there's talk that they're going to offer Mitch Moses shitloads of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they can't get him, Sean Johnson, mm-hmm. who I think's only been offered a one-year 400K deal from the Sharkies. Really? Um, he's, after, still, he's still better than that. 
Yeah, and mm. we'll get to the Adam Reynolds news yes, in a minute, yes. but uh, he could be on the out there. So he's the fallback. But then they're also looking at um, Ponga for the following year mm. to come back as fullback. So if they get Stags to play six, A.U. Moses to play seven, and then you put Ponga back there as one, that's how you build, rebuild a team. <laughs> so If they can do that, you need to shout them a few slabs of beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so a massive shout-out to Kevin Walters and the, the Brisbane board up there. If you can pull this off... Um, I think the rest, of the rest of the Brisbane teams, well, the rest of the Brisbane fans, sorry, will be very, very happy. Mm. Uh, yep, so um, I'm going to shout Pat Cummins a beer. So um, p- obviously playing for Maccas, Calcutta, Knight Riders, over in the IPL at the moment. So this week he came out with a, with a heartfelt tweet. Um, obviously India being ravaged by the C word at the moment. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. Desperate need of lots of medical supplies. So Cummins has donated uh, 50 grand um, to a fund called PM Care Cares Fund, mm-hmm. um, which is going to be supplying oxygen to hospitals. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I guess in, in the tweet he mentioned how the Indian government had come out and said that the IPL is providing a little bit of joy to yeah. Yeah, everyone in the country sure. and, and has been able to help lift lift the mood so um yeah next beer is on me pat Cummins. absolutely good. well yeah, yeah. We're, well great shout that one mm. i think monks for sure and well done patty of the cold card night riders what about you peps yeah, who owes a beer i am shouting chris walker a beer uh the former center for the roosters broncos and queensland state of origin team uh he's partnered up with fund my challenge he's, he's walking if you don't mind from cairns to the gold coast he's going to raise mm-hmm. funds mm-hmm. for a few uh, charities there, Beyond Blue, Rise Up Australia and the Alcohol and Drug Foundation. Uh, a few of the lads actually bumped into him up on the weekend. He's up uh, up in Cairns with Nate Miles. They're going to do the leg to Townsville together. Uh, just, yeah, funny. I thought Walker and Miles, uh, you know, <laughs> walking, walking some miles. Yeah, we'll put that one back. Uh, <laughs> but Hopefully he's going to be joined though. later in the walk by Lincoln Lewis, Stephen Bradbury, Joel Parkinson uh, for <laughs> some the later legs. Uh, it's a 1,757-kilometre journey. Yeah. It felt like that for me on the plane. I got to admit, uh, <laughs> on, on Monday morning. So he's planning to walk 30K a day. That's going to take him hopefully 66 days to do the whole thing. And that is a behemoth effort. Uh, get around him. And I'm shouting you, Chris Walker, a beer. You'll need one after that. Oh, he'll love ne- it. Nearly 1,800-kilometre journey. He'll be thirsty for one after that. Definitely. So, Peps, so Peps, Macca and Monkey, what do you want to tackle first? Uh, we're going to do the cricket. Is, cricket? is that yep. what we're doing? Yeah. So we'll jump into the IPL. Uh, it's been six days, as we said. So how many games have been played? Six or seven? Uh, I think it was seven. Seven? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. yeah seven. So let's let's start off with the news, I guess. Uh, and the first kind of point off is, yeah, India at the moment kind of struggling with, um, as some journalists have reported, as the um, – COVID tsunami yep. for their second mm, wave. Yeah. Um, hit really, really bad. Of course, we send out all our love to all the Indian fans. I hope mm, you mm. know, your yourselves and also your family and friends um, do the best they can. Don't get affected by this. Mm. Uh, get Stay vaccinated safe, yeah. where you must. Yeah. The whole thing. Horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. You know, some of the pictures of the mass cremations, et cetera, over there, mm. it's, just, it's, it's really, really um, They're getting three, 300,000 cases mm. a day. It's awful. Yeah, yeah. 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 We're obviously, yeah, really lucky, really blessed that we can be four morons here sitting yeah. and talking about sport. We love our cricket. We love talking about our sport. And, mm. and, and, we, and we hope, you know, to, to the few fans that we do um, we do reach, please, please, mm. you know, 
just know that you are in our thoughts. You are, yeah. we are thinking of you out there, and, and just hang in there, and and any you know, mm. you know, little glimmer of joy we, we can give you here mm. talking about a bit of IPL. We hope yeah. we can bring it to you and guys. I think so. the IPL Definitely. going ahead, you know, is mm. probably still bringing uh, uh, some joy to yes. uh, the the Indian people, and we just hope that it can continue uh, without any further hiccups and they can get on top of this second wave. Absolutely. Definitely, yeah. So following that news, um, a few of the Australians, so of course we're Australians, we're following the Australians. So Kane Richardson, Adam Zampa, and then Andrew Ty have all headed home. Mm-hmm. I think, mm. uh, so a bit of a side note, the Australian government has um, prevented all international flights to and from India, there we go, to May 15th. Mm-hmm. Um, so Andrew Ty, I think, is the only one that has landed yeah, back in Australia's soil. The other two, I think, are still stuck. I'm not sure if they're in Singapore or if they're still in India, mm-hmm. um, but they're planning oh, to make their way back. Mm. Um, there's some talk from Chris Lynn today. I'm not sure if you guys saw that about, mm. you know, chartered, can, can chartered we get a char- chartered plane? And everyone's just, <laughs> just like, boy, settle the fuck down. Like, yeah. Yeah, you, you, you're, not, you're not priority. We're not, you went over there to make shitloads of money and we're not going to bring you back quickly. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah, I can see sort of where he's coming from, but there's like there's close to tens of thousands of of uh, Australians stuck over in India as yeah. well, Australian citizens yes. um, that mm. had gone back to visit family and then got stuck over there and just hearing some horrible stories. So mm. yeah, uh, I agree, and mm. it seems like they're not going to be the only ones. There's be others that will probably looking to head home, mm. uh, not just Australians, of course. Mm. Uh, it sounds like some of the commentators want out of this too. Mm. They're like. Mm. Yeah, we've come over, but um, we we I guess the, th- the thing is that they don't feel safe. It's probably yeah. the best way. They're, yep. they're, they're worried. They're concerned. Um, and we saw we talked about sorry, just cross sports, but Volkanovski, Alex Volkanovski. Yeah. You know, t- um, he's he's not flyweight, is he? Featherweight, featherweight, world champion of the world in UFC, mm. and he had an absolute, you know, yeah, rocked, rocked, he got rocked by Corona. Yeah, was in hospital. You know, like. Yeah. You can't get more fit blokes than him. Yep. Yep. So you can you can you can can see why these guys, especially Slade Hayden, they're getting up there. Mm. Um, They're they're not in the high risk bracket yet, uh, but they're you know blokes that have um, sitting around talking about cricket, enjoying their meat pies, um, maybe a little bit worried about their own safety and health. And it's not just the Aussies. Ravi Ashwin Mm. uh, he announced that he's going to take a break. He uh, said his, his family is struggling uh, with some COVID cases at the moment. Uh, he did say that he, him. Yeah. he will return to the competition if things go in the right direction. So thinking of Ravi Ashwin, uh, and that, that's a massive uh, loss for the Delhi Capitals uh, at this stage. But, um, yeah, amidst all of this, uh, the tournament does go on. So Still it, trucking and, on. Yeah, and we're enjoying mm. the cricket. So, mm. yeah, just thinking of all our... Uh, well, thinking of India as a whole and hopefully they can get on top of this, but let's get stuck into these games. Yeah. Hey? yeah, I think they've got another three and a bit weeks of group stages before they get into the finals. The finals, of course, at the end of May. Yep. Mm. Um, so, yeah, the, I don't think COVID for them, unfortunately, will bypass them as part of this process. I think they're... No, they're yeah. you'd say it'll be an ongoing thing throughout yeah. the tournament. Yeah. And I don't think... They haven't had crowds very much for the IPL, have nothing, they? No, no, nothing. No, no, yeah. no, no. Which, you know, for them, will be a bit disappointing when they get to the finals and there'll be absolutely no one there, but... Mm. I think it's the best thing. Of course, the players are still in their bubbles trying to stay yeah, safe. And they got good uh, fake crowd noise as well on, on there. I was <laughs> watching my Royal Challengers Bangalore yeah. and they got the RCB chance going. Mm. So, uh, yeah, got a little bit of a simulated atmosphere well, at least. Great segue. Go into Match 16 and RCB. 
RCB, they belted Rajasthan Royals in their sexy pink kit. Uh, they beat them by <laughs> 10 wickets at Mumbai. Uh, Rajasthan, they batted first. They made nine for 177. Uh, top scorers Shiv, Shivam Dubey and Rahul Tevatia with 46 and 40 respectively. Mm-hmm. Mohamed Siraj was the main uh, damage doer for the uh, Bangalore. For Bangalore, sorry, and he had three for 27. Colt Jamison, uh, we said he is on a big contract. He had one for 28. Mm-hmm. Uh, 177 proved very easy uh, for the <laughs> the challenges. Easy is a word. <laughs> yeah, to, to chase this down, and it all came off the back of a Devdut Patikal, 101 not out of 52. It's just the second century of the IPL. He's only 20. He's a lefty, and he has been scoring runs for fun uh, before this. He's he made four consecutive tons for Karnataka uh, in the Vijay Hazari Trophy. That's their uh, limited overs. Uh, 50 overs uh, tournament over there. Yep. He's on the minimum contract, so he's on t- t- 20 luck, 28 grand US. Uh, and he brought up his 50 in 27 balls. He was batting with Coley and, and scoring way quicker than Coley. Uh, and Coley made 72 not, and it was the first 10 wicket win from this mm. IPL. Well, we talked about the big three they've got in their, their team, and then yeah. it's neither of those three that are the ones firing at the moment. Yeah, leading uh, those guys. Well, Coley, uh, sorry, Coley seventy two. Maxwell getting two fifties. Like, yeah, they're they're definitely there. But you know, they've I think it's it, 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 ex, extra bonus. Sorry, it's an extra bonus that they have a guy that getting paid peanuts mm. uh, that comes mm. out and absolutely is dominating for them, which is excellent for their mm. chances. He he will play for India. Like, oh yeah. fucking earth, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah, uh, yeah exactly. And not like Sean says, you drop. You know, a century in between AB de Villiers, Glenn Maxwell, Virat Kohli, and you know, the two of those don't have to bat. You know, that's they're top of the ladder for a reason, and then yeah. that, that's that's what we said. Who else could score runs there? Well, there's a hundred off fifty rocks. So, <laughs> very impressive there. Uh, match seventeen saw the Punjab Kings monkeys. Punjab Kings down the end of the table. They mm. smoked mm. the Mumbai Indians by nine wickets. Um, Mumbai six for one hundred thirty-one yeah. uh, at Chennai. Rohit Sharma. Made 63, not the only sort of bloke to score some runs there. It was uh, Muhammad Shami and Ravi Bishnoi. Uh, they both had two for 21 off their four overs. And then Punjab, they got the runs easily via KL Rahul with a 60 knot. And Chris Gale, the master blaster, finally uh, made a few runs. He had 43 not in this one as Punjab mm. Kings cruised to the victory. Yeah, I don't want to say Mumbai in all sorts at the moment. They are two, they're two from three, so they're still... They're two and three. Two, yeah, two. yeah, so two wins, three losses yep. from their, their five games. So they're still in the fourth position on the, the table. They're not out of it, but they're, they're disappointed. Like, yeah, but the other th- the, the top three have all had four wins, so they've got their two wins ahead of them. So, yeah, they're disappointed for considering the roster they've got put together. For sure, can't argue with you on that one. Match 18 saw the Rajasthan Royals defeat Macca's beloved Kolkata Knight Riders. Well, well. <laughs> the Knight Riders, they uh, only managed nine for 133. And again, it, we mentioned it last week, this Chennai pitch. All that Chennai pitch. Yeah, it seems to be – and it really seems hard to bat first on it as well. Mm. Pretty much everyone yeah. that wins a toss at Chennai <laughs> bowls first. Yep. Uh, Rahul Tripathi uh, top scored for the Knight Riders with 36. You tend not to win too many games when your top scorer has 36. Chris Morris did the damage. He's on big bucks and he earned it in this one. Four for 23 off his four overs. Uh, Captain Sandrew Sampson had 42 not to top score for the Rajasthan Royals and get them the victory here. Diamond duck for Captain Owen Morgan for the Knight Riders. So, uh, <laughs> shows you how where we're going at the moment. But uh, hang in there, Kolkata. I'm feeling a late season charge. And I'm feeling they might have got a win after this as well. 
Uh, match 19, Chennai Super Kings defeated uh, Royal Challengers Bangalore by 69 runs. Uh, it was the first defeat for Bangalore. The Super Kings went out and made 491. Faf Duplessis continued his good form with 50 runs. And Ravi Jadeja had probably the most impressive individual showing mm-hmm. in the tournament so far. He, he, uh, he had 62 not out of 28 balls and he... Batted the final over facing Harshal Patel, who's been pretty good, really, for Bangalore, and took him for 37. Uh, no ball in there, of oh, course. Of course. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you can say it on the Esky <laughs> flight. That's that a really good effort from the man that they call Jadu. Uh, and then uh, Bangalore went out and they got off to a great start. They were number 44 off three overs and then just absolutely. That man, Dev Dutt, again, yeah. Fell apart. Yeah, well, that was, uh, yeah, Dev Dutt, he, he top scored with 34. Uh, but Coley eight, Maxi twenty two, AB four. When those big three don't fire, uh, yeah. and our man Padikal top scored. The, the rest of the batting there is a little bit slim. Uh, and it was that man Ravi Jadeja three for thirteen. If you don't mind, of his four overs and the guys that he got. Washington Sundar, Glenn Maxwell, AB De Villiers. Dakin Cricket. He also ran down Christian out, so he was he was in the thick of everything. He, he's a fucking good cricketer. So My good. God, he and, can cricket. And when we you see him play against Australia, you know, and he's he's doing his bat celebration, and oh God, he can irk you, but you you got to respect the bloke. He's actually. A, well, a, a genu- genuine all-rounder. Yeah, he puts yeah, Axel yeah. Patel and Washington Sundar on notice and it's like, mm. hey, I'm, I'm still here. I'm not going away. I'm still the Jadu, baby. Uh, Imran Tahir here, two for 16, pretty good uh, bowling effort. Not great effort on the hair, I don't think. He's, he's rocking <laughs> like, a, like a mullet with a sweatband and, and frosted tips. So good on you, Imran. He's about 40-odd. So I work for the pup, so I'll keep going. Yeah, doing something to stay young. Good on you. Shout out to Imran Tahir. <laughs> Match 20 saw the Delhi Capitals, Sean's Delhi Capitals, defeat Sunrisers Hyderabad in a thriller. Up the caps. 20 matches, and we had our first super over here at mm-hmm. Chennai. Mm-hmm. Four for 159 for the Delhi Caps. Uh, the top four all made starts, and we're talking about that Chennai uh, deck. It was only the second time at Chennai that the top four had made 25-plus uh, runs. They're right. Prithvi Shaw, 53, continued his good form, except for running himself out. Yeah. Uh, and then Shikhar Darwin, 28. Rishabh Punt, 37. Steve Smith, 34. Not was that top four. Shimron Hetmeyer, the million-dollar man out of the West mm-hmm. Indies, uh, mm-hmm. he was dismissed for one, hadn't made too many runs at this stage yeah. in the IPL. Came in pretty late, you know, it was just sort of yeah. Hit it, yeah. Kane Williamson, 66 not, uh, and they needed 16 runs off the last over here from Rabada. Uh, the last three balls were just lights out from Casego Rabada, limiting the batsmen to singles, uh, and they needed two off the last ball, and they only managed a single. So that took it through to a super over. Uh, Aksar Patel uh, got the ball uh, for the Delhi Caps, bowling to Warner and Williamson. And he kept those two guys to just seven runs. There was a deducted run for a run short here. One so, short, yeah, yeah, and rough, there was a few rough. mil few mil in it. Mm. Uh, and then Rashid Khan got the ball um, for Hyderabad to bowl to Rishabh Punt and Shikhar Darwin and the Capitals won from two leg buys in a super over. <laughs> <Yuck>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, so. what, what I love about this as well, like the Caps are third mm. and Hyderabad are last on the table. Mm. So you can see there's excellent games still happening throughout no, it doesn't matter where you oh, are on the, on any, the table. Anyone can win on their day. Yeah, all yes. these world-class players. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's an excellent tournament. Mm. And, yeah, f- feeling for the Hyderabad boys there. Obviously, David mm. Warner uh, over there. Uh, we, we're kind of touted to be there or thereabouts uh, as, yeah. as making yeah. the finals. So, yeah, that's, And they're one from four from their five. Yep. yep. So, 
Uh, it's, it's not over yet for them, but they're definitely falling down a bit of a hole yeah. down well, we're, there we're in Hyderabad. Just over a third through the season, so yep. st- they can still recover from here. Indeed. But they need to start getting on their bot. Yeah, if they if their mm. next game is a loss or the, if their next two are losses, put a strike through them. Yeah. Match 21 saw Maccas, Kolkata Knight Riders yeah, the boys. defeat the Punjab Kings. Monkeys, Punjab here Kings. They come. On yeah. my left here by five <laughs> wickets. Cop that, Monks. <laughs> An age-old rivalry continues. Yeah. <laughs> like a three-week-old rivalry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mayank Agarwal, 31, top scorer for Punjab. Like we say, you don't win too many games when your top scorer is only in the 30s. Uh, yes. Prasid Krishna, three for 30, with a pick of the bowlers for KKR. Uh, and then KKR, they got the runs in the 17th over. Pretty cruisy. Owen Morgan, 47 not out. Captain's mm. knock in that mm. one. Match 22 last night. Uh, Royal Challengers Bangalore take on Delhi Capitals. I'm a Bangalore man. Delhi Caps man mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. on the right of me. And the Bangalore boys got it done oh, by very one, good game, this one run. Yeah. Leading the table as well. They've yeah, that's one, one five. One and, one and two. Oh, no, one and three. One yeah. and three now. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah they're mm-hmm. – uh, the Royals are, are one. Um, yeah, Royal, Royal Challengers Bangalore are five and one through their six games. Yes. Uh, and Delhi falls to third after this game. Uh, it was A.B. De Villiers going out mm-hmm. there, continuing his good form. 75 not off, just 42 balls for mm. RCB. They're and looking good with those four. Like yeah. The, that, that, yeah, they've just added – we've said the top three, they've added a fourth one to it, and it's mm. like they can get runs, they're going to be hard to beat. Yeah, it was it was so close, but so far for mm. the Delhi Caps in this one, Rishabh Punt fifty eight not out. Punt's had a good tournament. Always sense it. Yeah, yeah. He's, he that's pretty much water's wet, and Punt makes <laughs> runs. Yes, uh, and Shimron Hetmyer we did, did mention before hadn't really been about the runs recently mm. for the Million Dollar Man. He had fifty three not off twenty five, yeah, and then fourteen yeah. off the last over, uh, yeah, which true. was bowled Can't by Mohammad Siraj. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Siraj just bowled really well, giving up just two runs off the first three balls of the over, and then Punt. Hit the next ball uh, for four, so they needed six off the last ball, and he just managed a four from the wide Yorker. Yeah. Uh, and you'd never seen anyone celebrate a boundary so much. Uh, that <laughs> <laughs> the, the boys, uh, the the Royal Challenger, Royal Challengers, Bangalore boys, getting the win by one run there in probably the most thrilling game so far in the IPL. Yeah, so they're one game mm. clear of everyone else. Mm. So they're in number one spot by themselves. Yes. Again, like you say, though, yeah, like you know, with all with world class players running around in each team, every game is worth watching. Every game produces mm. some good cricket, mm. and uh, yeah, with this change up of uh, of venue, really excited to see what a fresh deck can do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that I think will wrap up our IBL, IPL chat for this week. We of course will keep following out through the season mm. as yep. we move into May. The last little bit of cricket news, uh, I did say, if uh, Sri Lanka was able to beat Bangladesh in this one... Uh, You'd eat your hat? I'd sell my house or something along <laughs> those lines. It ended in a in a draw. Um, <laughs> so, Bangladesh... Seven a bit closer. You, you might have started to get a bit worried. I get a bit worried because <laughs> Bangladesh went out there and made seven for 541. You don't lose too many games with that start. Yeah. Sri Lanka came out and made eight for 648. <laughs> Captain Dimuth Karunaratna, he had 244. He's a skipper. And Dana Jaya De Silva, 166. I think Bangladesh went out and made another 100 runs, but this game was yeah, was, over. was yeah over. So they play on the highway, or what were they? Uh, freaking know, absolute hell. road there at Candy. Yeah. Nearly 1,200 runs yeah, in two yeah. innings. Yeah. So Sri Lankan cricket not dead just yet. No, not just yet. Uh, like we were saying, if they if they're losing the Bangladesh at home, they're in real big trouble. I think the second test uh, will get underway shortly, and we can report back on that next pod. Excellent. Mm-hmm.
So that's cricket for the week, and I think we'll move into the NRL. So we'll yeah, go yeah. domestic with the football codes, and we'll start with the NRL. Of course, over the weekend, we had a great round of uh, Anzac, Anzac uh, football. Yeah. Yep. Essentially, well, both football codes, um, also in the fighting, we'll get to that in mm. a minute, uh, mm. kind of going out there representing the Anzacs, of course, uh, remembering um, uh, fallen veterans mm. through the first, second, and then – Subsequent wars since then uh, for our Australian and New Zealand brothers. And it's such a massive day for the boys. We, we alluded mm. to it last week. Uh, you're out there, the last post is playing, the hair stand up at the back of your neck and, and you're just ready to rip and get stuck into it. So you must start yeah. off with how shit the Raiders are at the moment? Well, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> um, the, the Raiders, they're coming off a loss last week uh, that none of us really saw coming, 26-24 to 24 against the North Queensland Cowboys up there yeah. in Townsville. I think they've scored two tries in the second half in the last three weeks. It's uh, the old faders. The old faders yeah, are back. They've got, yeah. So Ricky's halftime chats have been excellent. Mm. Um, so they got no points, of course, in the halftime of this game. Mm. Uh, and, yeah, they just were, they were dismal um, against the Cowboys. Uh, Sean, as our resident Raiders fan here, uh, did you – you saw that Justin O'Neill try to win the game. Mm. It looked like Actually, no, I turned it off by this point. I'd had enough. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, even lost by uh, then. Gee, what uh, is that? Oh, no, actually, I had seen this, and then I probably turned it off after this. Yeah, well, they were uh, actually looking at it and back, and it was very touch and go. It was very touch and go. I think the camera angle they showed, which um, Vossi and, um, and Kronk were looking at, mm. they showed the ball had left the foot a couple inches, mm. And then O'Neill's foot was in front of the ball. Mm. If they got the picture where the ball on the foot, I think the foots were probably pretty close to being in line. We're talking millimeters, inches in it. 50 50. Um, you know, your missus probably enjoys extra of those. But in this case, <laughs> uh, but it just it wasn't helping out the Raiders. <laughs> and then uh, that yeah, it was a really disappointing finish, actually. The Raiders had the ball and they were on about their third tackle. Uh, Probably about halfway, moving the ball up with about thirty seconds to go, and Jackie mm. Boy threw it out. Of, yeah. yeah, actually, I did watch this whole. I did see the end of this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I've tried to remove this yeah. game from my memory. Let's put it this way: <laughs> they were that bad in the second half. Jared Croker, uh, he dislocated his shoulder yes. um, in about the last ninety seconds of yeah. this game. Unfortunate. Uh, he's only facing one to two weeks on the sideline. Well, if it's clean dislocation, of course, if he comes back in, yep. and he's more likely dislocated, of course. Uh, but if it comes back in and it set, resets properly and there's no extra ligament or muscle damage, you're pretty much right to go. Yep, um, you might probably yeah. got some soreness. If you can get your swelling or any of that down mm. um, and treat it accordingly, you'd probably be good to go. Uh, the yep. ones you worry about is you dislocate and then you're destroying rotator cuffs or ligaments or muscles in that, yeah, in that and vicinity. You, you can get ligaments pinched in there yeah, and that's, labrum that's, damage. And, so. But, yeah, scans came back fine, so it looks like he'll be good to go in a week mm-hmm. or two. Mm-hmm. We have speculated before on the ESCI uh, that – if it's not for his leadership and his goal kicking, is he mm. in the best 17? Sean, you reckon he's shit. Can I get that in? Is, <laughs> yeah. is that what you think? This season, definitely. He's been shit. Okay. Uh, his contribution to the team and, of course, coming back into the team, mm. uh, he's he's just not up to it. I, I, I kind of think the game may have gone past him as well. Mm. Uh, I don't want to say a specialist centre is kind of dying in the NRL uh, at the moment, mm. but you see how the origin teams are picked. Um mm. You could kind of say that, hey, those boys are getting overlooked, which is unfortunate. Mm. Um, I think um, we'll talk about New Origin when we get to it. And I, I had my piece, I think, last year about New South Wales. Uh, she'd probably pick some specialist centres instead of playing fullbacks in the centre because mm. um, it did help out Queensland. But I can't talk when they play a second row at, at centre for Queensland and they end up winning the series. Mm. 
But uh, I just think that what he's contributing to the team, he's he's a very high percentage player, so he doesn't play the ball a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so he can stifle the attack on that side. Of course, his numbers down, his try assist to one, he's had two line breaks in mm-hmm. five games. Mm-hmm. Like he's not adding much to the team. He's probably stifling Rapana outside him or Rapana outside mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. and Jack inside him in Whitehead. Like they can't that side just to me feels dead. Mm. Uh, we talked a little bit mm. uh, last week about Josh Hodgson controlling the ball a bit too much and he was out of the side. And you can really see in that first half, they opened up. Mm. Like mm. Williams and Jack really contributed to the team. Mm. Um, we actually saw a lot of uh, passes going to ground and two and miscommunication. Mm. Uh, I'd say it's probably the first time in a long time those boys actually got to control their either side. So I, I think, I don't want to say this was a training run for them. Uh, but it, there's a lot of learning happening because I think mm. the 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 um, I don't want to call him a tyrant, but the 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 actual leader of the team that had been there controlling mm. both sides of the field and uh, providing that service of who does what is now out of that game. Mm. Um, Starling had a pretty good game uh, mm. out of out of the middle. They played almost seventy, I think, or seventy five before Havili came on late. Mm. Uh, but you can see Jack and Williams really enjoyed that extra. They could use the ball a bit You're more, but they just faded so bad in the second half. Um, everything they were trying just didn't work. The ball was going to ground, ball was going in and out. That, that of course, is not on Jared Croker, but mm. his contribution within that aspect and throughout the, where he's come back into the team mm. in the season just hasn't been great. He's clearly been outplayed by Chris, and Chris has been on on the wing now mm. um, with Bailey Slimus has come back. Um, I've said that I think Chris should probably be playing centre now. I think – I don't want to say um, his career is done. I think Jared could go away and improve on what he – what he is, mm. uh, but at the moment he's playing pretty garbage. He's pretty trash. Uh, his return meters again is another thing. He just gets absolutely dominated in the return game. He provides, mm. he doesn't provide enough for the team outside his goals, kicking and leadership. Mm. Mm. Like uh, that's what's put him back in the team. It's just I don't think it keeps him there. Papali's been dropped. Yeah. Like like yeah, no one's safe. No one's no safe. one's safe. No one's so safe. I, I think uh, his current season, I think he's shit. Okay, and uh, I've I've I get stuck into Dane Copley. Copley's my boy, mm. uh, but he's absolute shit. Um, <laughs> that's why he's not in the NRL anymore. So I'll get stuck into Jared Croker in this one and say, I think the game's moved on, and you know you're an above average center. You need to stay at that above average. You've been average for a couple of years. This year you haven't hit that mark. You can't. You you know you're not Joe Flacco elite. Um, so you got to move on. Great shout out, Joe Black. I did not expect that at a Rangers preview. Came out of nowhere. That, that's no. just getting involved. I, I do find that they try and hide him a little bit on defense as well. Yeah. So well, you go back a couple of years, uh, him and Blake Austin could not defend anybody for their life. I think with Whitehead sitting next to him, that makes it a lot easier on him to defend. He was talked about possibly playing for Origin for his defense, and then the following year he was completely found out. So he hasn't even sniffed Origin since then. Um, he had, of course, the leg injuries, and he had really two down years. And then he had an excellent year in 2019 when they made that run and they made the grand mm-hmm. final. Mm-hmm. He was unreal. Like he, that, yeah. Oh, he, yeah. he hit his above average mark and flirted with elite territory mm. for that year, but he's nowhere near where he was there. <laughs> um, and, you know, he's one of those guys, he's above average. He could be the captain, but he's just flirting with, he's always flirting with he could be replaced. He could be upgraded. Um, but I also, I don't want to talk about the dying of the specialist center, but, you know, gone are the years of Mark Gasnier, uh, GI, and um, Tamo. Like the mm. the the excellent centers where you guys that play the ball, play the ball, flick passes that absolutely dominate. They just don't seem to be loved anymore, mm. and I just don't know whether. Oh, as a general statement, the centers where centers are going in the game, um, 
how they're going to be involved. And I'm just not sure Jared Croker is up to the pace and speed. Like Trent Murray in the week before, he you know he's outgrown the game. I'm not mm. sure if their game's outgrown Jared Croker. Well presented and well articulated. Um, I, I think you've got to cut him some slack. Like he's he's actually like a Raiders legend. Like he's played 285 first grade games. He's he's the leading try scorer for the Raiders in all time. Mm-hmm. He's the leading point scorer for the Raiders. He nearly double Dave Ferner's uh, mark mm-hmm. there. I think it shows a serious lack of respect to, to call a man <laughs> shit or trash or garbage and call for his head after a, after a form slump. Um, yeah, I just I, I can't see what your angle is here it, it, to 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 say that he's had a slide. I think that's fair. That that's yep. fair. Mm-hmm. And and to bring up the question, does does Ricky drop him or think about dropping him and having a word with him? I think that's fair as well. But to, as you, if you consider yourself a Raiders fan, to be calling a Raiders legend that kind of language, I think sh- it shows it's short sighted, and I think it lacks respect. Fair. I could say yeah. I could see your point with the respect, but also um, respect gets you nowhere in this game. You got to win. And yep. they're not winning. And, and, and they're playing garbage. So um, Jared's the face of that. He's the captain. Mm-hmm. His leadership's not providing them with any benefit. I'll give him respect when he can bring that cup back to better. Okay. All right. Yeah. We'll see what you got to win. We'll see what happens. They, there is they should ser- be a top eight side. At this point, they won't make the eight. Oh, I, I'm yeah. actually, I, I think see, I put I dis- somewhere. I disagree with that. There's, I, I there's think no, I've, not, I've not seen anything to show. They're three and four. It's a long season. Yeah. No. My, my, my follow-up point of this is in the next five, you've got the Raiders, they've got yes. Rabbits, Roosters and Storm. They won't win any of those games. No, I don't see them winning. No. Any so any I think those. their season's done. I don't think they make the eight. Okay. I, I think they will make the eight this year. I don't think they trouble anyone. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's just too early to say that their season's done after a few poor performances. Oh, if you watch the way they're playing at the moment, they're done. Stick a fork um, in them, they're cooked. All right. Well, time will tell. And yeah, shout out to Jared Croker if you're listening. I'm sure you'd like to see Sean uh, uh, go, go <laughs> left footed from the sideline and <laughs> knock, knock it over. Uh-huh. Uh, Jared's yeah. an excellent bloke. Like, honestly, I'm not talking about the, the bloke. No, he's he's it, amazing. I'm yeah. just, his on field product at the moment is just not providing anything to the Raiders. Um, I think Chris and Bailey Simons is a better combination, and that's the way they should go forward. Uh, well, if he plays out, I, I really would like to see him improve yes. and then play out the next 10, 10 years and be the leading point scorer in the league. I just don't think he's, well, he's got not playing 10 years. He, he's, he's 30. He's 30. Well, well yeah. If play another five years, he, anyway, in five years, he'll sniff Cameron Smith's record. Yeah, he could, he, yeah. he, he'll mm-hmm. definitely get very, very close to that. But I just, I don't see it happening. All right. We'll agree to disagree on that one. I think, um, who, let's talk about Sass. They're coming up against Sass. We mentioned... Uh, oh, they're going to get pumped to this. <laughs> <laughs> if you just listen to me, they're getting pumped. Sass, uh, they just gave up 26 points to zero to those the Cowboys. They're getting pumped by the, the Rabbits. Yeah, 26, 26 unanswered points in that yeah. second half there. Uh, Sass coming off a 40-30 to 30 win against the Titans. Uh, mm-hmm. Benji Marshall will be playing his 332nd game this weekend. Most ever for by the, Kiwi. Yeah. Overtaking Adam Blair. There's only four Kiwis that have ever played over 300 NRL games. The other mm-hmm. two being mm-hmm. Ruben Wiki and Simon Mannering. The massive news to come out of Redfern in the last 24 hours. We've been speculating Let's a, talk about a, lot, a lot about it. Adam Reynolds uh, has announced he'll be signing with the Sharks uh, from the start of next year. Three years, $2.4 million contract. Mm-hmm. The writing's been on the wall for a long time. I think this is a great grab from the Sharks. Um, they already has, have gotten rid of Townsend. Yep. Uh, there's a lot of talk that Johnson and or Moylan might be going. Yeah. Needed a half. Well, it makes sense. Well, you've signed Reynolds. Johnson's done. 
He's yeah. got to find a new club. Uh, they may bring Moreland back, as, and they might think that him, him at six and Reynolds at seven makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the South wouldn't budge on the one year, um, eight hundred k. So he's got his three year mm. deal that he wanted at the same money. Mm. Uh, the Sharks doesn't have to move his family to Queensland. Yep, yep. Uh, That's wanted the same thing. Yeah. Four, yeah. four young kids, I mm. think. Yeah. So yeah. I've, you know, he's been unreal for the. South yes, as well. I don't, I don't and know, him and Benji like to, together. Like, it's, mm. it's odd how you know they just fit together so well. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately for everyone else. So I think they put forty on Canberra. Wow, <laughs> monks. Could I get some odds here? I don't think I know the Raiders won't yeah. be favourites, but I don't think it's a, they're expecting a massive no. blowout, are they? Or do we want everyone's tips first? Uh, uh, well, odds first, then tips. I haven't four for four. Yeah, okay. Uh, so odds are so South are favourite. Dollar fifty. Mm-hmm. Uh, Canberra's out to two sixty, so probably not the blowout that Sean's expecting. The line well, is only it? five and a half. Mm. So, so you're taking that, obviously. You're oh, taking big time. Out, I take minus five. <laughs> I'll take that line big time. <laughs> completely abandoned the Canberra Raiders. Yeah, yeah, straight up the wagon. Yeah. A real personal <laughs> hatred with Jared. <laughs> Jared if you, if you'd watch that game on the weekend, you'd be off the Raiders. There's one game, like and yeah, they, they've been disappointing for a few. You know they they got blitzed by by Parramatta, but it's it's a long. They've league. won one game this year, the Raiders. Yeah, they beat the Titans, and that's it. No, I think three they've won they three, haven't they? Well, I mean, I'm reading the long. I'm reading the roster wrong. Ladder wrong. Sorry. I think they're three and four. They could yeah, be. they're three and four. Maybe they've won <laughs> one of their last. They've, they've been on a three. slide. Yeah, yeah, they've definitely been on a slide. Um, yep, yeah, three and four. Yeah, three and four. Sorry. Right. Disregard my outlandish statements. You're up, you're up, you're fired up about Croker. I understand <laughs> you. Numbers don't make sense to you. Mm, um, nothing makes sense. Anymore. Sure makes a really compelling argument. I'm going Raiders. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing personal there. Cold night in Canberra. Um, couple, couple outs for the South. Still no Latrell. I think Raiders. You know, Ricky gives them a fire up the ass. They'll come out and um, win a close one. Raiders twelve ten. I, I've gone south here. Uh, yeah, the way the Raiders have been playing, south are pretty pretty good, but I, I, this could go either way. And no Latrell for South Sydney is a big out. I've just gone south, but hard to call. Yeah, yeah, same. Same south. Um, yeah, sounds like it's going to – setting up to be a real close game. Sean? Yeah. Mm. Oh, I said south. South big time. South by, sorry, by a lot. Yep, yep. On but the Esky curse right there. <laughs> True. <laughs> no, not quite a curse because Mac well, not quite Max got the milk. <laughs> yeah, Max got the milk. True. Moving into Friday night, 6 p.m., uh, Melbourne and Cronulla to do battle at Amy Park. Uh, Melbourne coming off that 42-20 victory on Anzac Day against the Warriors. And Cronulla, one of the big upsets of last round, uh, got beaten by the Dogs, 18-12. We mentioned it last week and the same thing this week, I suppose, uh, the Dogs, maybe not the most enticing game, but they've had consecutive mm. home games uh, with just 7,000 uh, in the stands. That they, The Cronulla faithful, they're not crossing the bridge and <laughs> to get out of the Shire and go watch the boys at Jubilee. And maybe that lack of support was uh, some kind of factor uh, in their loss to the Canterbury Bulldogs. Uh, the big story mm. uh, from the Cronulla Sharks uh, mm. last week was Sio Sifa, Talaki, uh, he had big what, high shot. What would be called in the old days a great hit? I'd, I'd imagine, uh, monks. If you don't mind showing the boys, true. Uh, it w- it's it's a shoulder charge. It's a it's a genuine yeah, yeah. shoulder, shoulder charge. charge. I don't think it's high. Like, well, let's let, let's it's watch border, this again. It's borderline. I think it's on that mm, neck could, area, yeah. which they anything above the shoulders, they're probably a bit worried about. Well, the thing about this one is it didn't get called a penalty on the field. 
Oh, yeah. So well, run uh, us through what happened. I think it's probably the more interesting point of this. Yeah, so uh, Sifa, he, he comes out of the line uh, and, and just throws like throws his right shoulder um, into uh, Matt Dory. He comes an absolute bell ringer. Dory gets up, plays the ball. Okay, there's a few uh, extra tackles after this. Uh, they just go, uh, they go close to completing the set, and then Dory's a bit wobbly. The doctors are running over to him. The bunker has seen that they they call it through, and then they retroactively give a penalty uh, against Cronulla, and th- and then he gets put on report and cops four weeks from from yeah. the judiciary. I can well, see they're trying to stamp out. They've gone know, hard after high shots. The haven't moment. they? Haven't yeah. they? Because we had more sim bins and send-offs this week as well. Uh, we've been following that. Mm, mm, and like yeah. This week was just the same as last week. They've definitely implemented what Volanders wants. Sean, from that from that frame, you might be right. That His shoulders, he's Up got, on he's got him on the right check. Yeah, yeah the right yeah. cheekbone. Uh, so, yeah, I suppose it is high. Um, and... There's they don't, no, they don't want no, that at all. There's no attempt to wrap up. It's, it's it is interesting, yeah. And, and all the commentators were up. Oh, you know, great shot. Mm. Nothing got called. And then it is strange that they come back and, and retroactively uh, put him on report. But yeah, they've, they've made an example of him, and he'll be on the sidelines for four weeks. Four weeks is huge. Mm. Mm. Yeah, um, it's mother footy. Yeah. Well, so, the trial got a month, so yeah, yeah, yeah true. Yeah, yeah, they're trying to stamp it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we don't mind, Monks, can we get some uh, odds here and the boys' yep. tips subsequently? Uh, I've gone Storm. I'm assuming you've gone Storm. I'll be going Storm by 55 points. It's <laughs> probably more than I'd say, but I'll definitely take Melbourne 13 plus in this one. I'm sure the bookies tend to agree with us there. Yep. Yeah, so bookies do have Storm favourites at $1.10. Cronulla's out at $7. Mm-hmm. Line is only 17 and a half. Ooh, um, only? I'll take, two of the, I'll take two of those, please. Yeah. Uh, total match points is 43 and a half, so I don't think that's getting close. close oh, to the, no, I think they'll get closer. Yeah. I think oh, yeah. in terms I, of I think like, total, oh, they'll get closer to total yeah. points. I'm not sure they'll, about yeah. margin, though. In, in terms of... It might be a little bit closer than 17. Yeah, in terms of stor- the Storm scoring all of those points, though. Oh, true, true. <laughs> no, they scoring 50. Yeah, I'll yeah. tell you what, 54, because we're making an even number. <laughs> Yeah, I think Storm are going to win this. All season. Storm there. Uh, yeah, not yep. too much you'd think. It'd be a major upset if the Sharks could do them down there in Amy Park. 7.55 Friday night, uh, Brisbane and the Gold Coast at Suncorp. Mm-hmm. This is a bit of a grudge game, really, uh, with the Titans been pinching the Broncos' best players of late. Uh, yes. that, one of them, Van <laughs> David Fafita, he has He's been unreal. playing out of his skin. He's got two hat-tricks in the last three games. He's second on the try-scorers list. Uh, he's what making defenders fans. look like schoolboys at times, like the little tap-and-go, just taking on three blokes on the line and busting over them. Oh, well, he, he, you know, he, he's got that perfect line. They set him up to attack the halfbacks, and a lot of the halfbacks are sh- smaller guys. So mm. they're, they're not going to win one-on-one against David Fafita. So. People aren't winning three-on-one at the yeah. moment with him. Like, he is... F- like one of the strongest blokes getting around. Runs in, angry. In the right. NRL and, and he He'll push that line back and when he pushed that line back, you, you know, it's, it's probably too late by that point. Mm, so. mm. Uh, for the Broncos, yeah, you did mention Tom Deard and uh, he's, he's gone to yeah. join the Cowboys in 2022. Odd, oddly joining the Cowboys because they've just signed Townsend and they're really the same player. Mm. They're both very similar size, very similar play styles, very similar halfbacks. So I'm not sure if they can play six and seven together. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see what happens. But the interesting kind of point that comes out of this is they didn't offer him a deal. So his player agents come out and go on, you know, Brisbane, um, you know, talks about how he's going to be the halfback for the next 10 years and they stuffed him around and even 
never even offered him um, a deal. Mm. Sounds like, mm. as I mentioned before, they've completely moved on and gone, hey, we're going to go after these premier, um, like leading talent at mm. the positions mm. um, from other clubs. But it's interesting because Sam Walker looks like he's just about to sign a, another five-year like extension for the Roosters. They let Sam Walker go to, mm. down to Sydney because they're like, hey, Tom Deaton's going to be our future. Mm. Um, that stinks. That stinks. That's a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, they're, again, similar size blokes and the size mm. kind of mm. credentials coming into the league. It's, I don't know, it's not a crapshoot, but it's, you're flipping a coin here. I was mm. like, which one are we back? And we're back in Tom Deaton. Um, but, they, you know, they get nothing out of return of him. Uh, so Deaton, of course, mm. has been dropped straight away. Mm-hmm. Straight yep. away, yep. Walters like you're done with us. We're done with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Milford's yeah. back in the uh, in the side. Played um, pretty good, I think. In like his mm. two weeks in the yeah. Q Cup, from what I heard. Well, the first week not so much. The last week mm. maybe a bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. They probably want to see more out of him. Mm. Um, I'm surprised Carmichael my hasn't got really a run yet. He's uh, only just arrived. Yeah, it's two weeks as yeah. well. So similar yeah. sort of time frame. So Do you know much about this Tyson Gamble? No. So that's again another. Young bloke they're bringing in mm. here, the tryout, same mould of Tom Deaton, could be the saviour for Brisbane. But it sounds like they're over him. They're over, sorry, um, Brody Croft and Tom Deaton. They're mm. very much looking They're looking to buy. Um, sounds like they've got some money to move. They're trying to move Matt Lodge on as well. Um, reports, yeah. reports they're happy to pay um, up to 400K of his current contract because they gave yeah. him a stupid deal last year, yeah. Yeah. which everyone knew was dumb, but, you know, Seabold is going to Seabold. So... You know, they're chopping and changing the halfback. Uh, they're going to get pumped by the Eels. Um, by the Titans. Oh, Titans. Sorry, they got pumped by the Eels. They're going to get pumped week. by the Titans mm-hmm. this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't think until they play the Doggies, they're looking at like another win. So mm-hmm. I, I think it'll be those two uh, battling for the spoon this year. It seems like an absolute yeah. shit show at Red Hill at mm-hmm. the moment. Yes. Massive fall from yep. the last, you know, yeah. from the dynasty we know. Yep. From the old, yeah, yeah, Titans here for mine as well. Titans for mine. Yeah, Titans. Yep, Titans as well. So their favourites are $1.28. Uh, Brisbane are out at three dollars seventy-five. Lines twelve, so mm-hmm. two tries in it. I uh, I'd probably take that. I probably yeah. I, you, sometimes you just don't know with the Titans. They're mm. a bit warriors. Well, last time yeah. they played Brisbane, I think they won by eighteen or twenty. Mm-hmm. So they they scored thirty-four. They, they scored some late ones. So yeah, I think yeah. that's not a bad bet. Moving into Super Saturday, Penrith uh, take on Manly three o'clock uh, at Carrington Park up there in Bathurst. Penrith Panthers, they're 7-0 after their 24-6 win against Newcastle last week. Uh, Brian Top, oh, a lot of shout that he could be even uh, up for an origin spot. Uh, he's, he's been so dominant. He's been so good. And people saying he's like a Matt Utah prototype. Mm. I was looking up the heights. Uh, everyone's saying he's a short winger. He's five foot eleven. Like, that's, that's not too bad. Matty Utah was... Just, just under six foot. Yeah, it was 14 centimetres uh, shorter. With the right boots, he'd be six foot, so... Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> His hair spiked up like, uh, like Bart Simpson. Yeah. Um, so, so Addo Carr is surely a, a New South Welsh winger. Does Tommy Turbo go on the wing with Teddy at one? I, I just... I, Ted, Teddy's one. Yeah, so uh, I don't know if To'o can bust into this back line just yet. Yes, Tommy Turbo's mm. returning from that hamstring, but he's been lights out. We'll get to him in a second. Yeah. So who are you playing at centre? Because I think Tommy may be centre. Tommy, Tommy goes in the centre. Yeah. Yeah. You've got Jack probably yeah, at the I other centre. Yeah, I think they'll play Whiten as another centre. And I'm not sure. And yeah, then you know, Adekar's yeah. one wing, and so he'd get the other wing spot. Yeah. Tupo, yeah, Steve. Yeah, Tupo, Ferguson, you'd probably take Toto over both of those guys at the moment. Yeah, I, yeah. I think, yes. Yeah. You'd take with both of those. Mm. You'd take him over both of those two at the moment. Big, yeah, good on him if he does break into oh, the side. He's yeah. only about 21, I think. So. I, I think Penrith are going to have a good contingent in the New South Wales oh, side. Definitely. Of this, right? yeah, uh, they the could have both half playing, positions uh, yep. Yep. as well. So, yep. Yeah. 
Man, manly, interesting. Resurgent. The, yeah, they've gone from the shit eagles to the turbo turbo eagles. Yeah, so. just in the in the space of a few weeks, uh, forty to six, they belted the West Tigers by. Uh, yeah, Tommy Turbo. He has. I can't believe how much better they are. Shit hot, and he makes DCE so much teams, better. Yeah. yeah, so much better. Spines make teams. So. Yeah, we were talking about them three weeks ago. That they were off to a horrendous start. They were one of the worst points differences through four games. Uh, ever in the NRL and they've just completely flipped their season. They scored 40 points two weeks in a row. Yeah, three, three and four now. They come up against a red-hot Penrith side. They're definitely trending in the right direction. Does anyone have the cojones to tip a manly upset here or no? No, no. cojones here. Yeah, I've just t- tipped Pen- Penrith, but I said it last week, uh, whether Penrith may be slowly um, flattening out mm. their curve or not mm. and then a team may jump up and win, beat them. Mm. This one's in Bathurst, bit of neutral territory, maybe. But I just think Penrith, as a squad, Penrith are too good for Manly. Manly are not one of those ones. I'm thinking a team like hovering around the top eight, mm. you know, eight, nine, ten kind of spots, maybe shocks Penrith. Uh, but Manly, I don't think you're in that spot at this point. Okay. All right. So yeah. I've, got, I've gone Penrith. I've gone Penrith too. But Manly, the way they've been playing, it, it yeah, the Turbo you, you Eagles are so much better, yeah. better than without him. It's, it's really impressive. Odds, please, James, in a tip. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Manly has been playing really well. Um, they've been definitely been putting up heaps of points, but I'm going to go Penrith. Um, probably closer game than their matchup last time, or definitely close game mm. than matchup last time. So the odds are Penrith are favourites $1.18. Manly's out at $5. Line is 14 and a half. Um, and total points is 42 and a half. Mm, okay. Yeah, I. There might be some points in this game. Yeah, and I'm not confident to take Penrith with the line in this one. I do think they probably get the win, but I think this might be a little bit closer than mm. people were expecting. Yeah. Uh, Dogs and Parramatta, five thirty Saturday night, Stadium Australia. The Bulldogs mm-hmm. they got off the donut. Thank God for huge upset against. Yeah, the for, for the Canterbury Bulldogs. Uh, Faithful, uh, it was a crazy finish as well. Braden Trindle, he got tackled like a metre out. Uh, it was so close for it to go to a kick uh, away from Golden Point. It's the Dogs' first win since round 19 last year. Uh, they've been shut out four times in that span. It's been woeful uh, time for the Bulldogs fans. Uh, Did anyone pick the Dogs last week? No, 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 no one, no one liked them. That, they were I, I think we said that this could be the upset game with them changing coaches and all the other stuff that's going on. That that sharks were ripe for a, a game where they just would stink. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then someone would pick them off. A lot going, yeah, uh, on behind the scenes there at Cronulla. Uh, Dallin Watine, Zelezniak, he's in hospital with a drip, uh, infected knee. You never like to see those infections here. Yeah, once stuff no. gets internal, yeah. So hoping he is uh, it, it staff or is uh, it might be. I, I yeah couldn't really quite follow it up, but yeah, hopefully he's getting the best care and getting on top of it that. Sucks if you get that. Like, yeah. That's bad. Yeah. You hear a lot about fighters and NFL guys yeah, getting it. It's that. huge yeah. in the USA. Um, not in, in the US, sorry, with yeah. wrestling and all the other stuff. Yeah, so hopefully yeah. Uh, they get him on the antibiotics and clear that all up yeah. uh, shortly. Uh, Para, they're looking really, really good. Six and one, they're second on the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brent Naden, he signs with the dogs. Uh, get pinched. He's yeah, Naden. Yeah, shout yeah. out to the Naden. Naden. Sherman. He, he hasn't, hasn't been playing in the starting squad for Penrith. Um, he was... One of the form centres that gets to, to mm. end last year, mm-hmm. um, of course, had his um, sniffing issues during mm. the off season, of course, and after the grand final. Mm. Uh, so he, of course, he set his month out uh, with the new rules. So he's free. He's been playing in the in the the, the lower grades and 
been playing really well by the sounds mm-hmm. of it. Uh, interesting enough, because Trent Barrett was assistant coach at Penrith, another raid on the Penrith stocks taking a play from them. Mm-hmm. I think there's a little bit of, uh, you know... Um, uh, Just buying sec- second-hand players from... Yeah. <laughs> no, no, the, like the gentleman's like, kind of handshake that, mm-hmm. hey, you don't pinch players from the club you were just coaching at. Um, Trent Barrett's given the big middle finger to that and, <laughs> and said, fuck you, Cleary, I'm taking who I want. Uh, I think doggies, uh, if it was anyone else, the doggies maybe talk about that, but the doggies suck, so they need players. They, they need all the help they, they can get. get yeah. So, yeah. Yep. Another good signing for them, you know, Brett Naden, add that with Kotrick and Ado Carr yeah. uh, coming. Like coming this year, yeah. yeah. They're putting together a good-looking back line there. Yep. Or oh, Matt Burton as well. Like he's been, he's probably one of the form centres at the moment. Indeed, playing yeah. in Nathan's spot. Yep, uh, could probably play six for Bulldogs next year. But they've they've bought well. I really like what they're doing. Yep, um, mm-hmm. they're going to stink this year and fight out the wooden spoon. Yeah, I was going to say, there. too bad it's not next year. <laughs> <laughs> Para win this by a lot, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, Para yeah, by yeah. a lot. Para doing really well this year. I think they continue that run. Yeah. Yep. Um, yes, yeah, so the odds are Para are down to a dollar ten. Uh, Bulldogs are out at seven dollars. <laughs> Line? Eight line. and a half. Uh, 20. Ooh, that's a big line. That's yeah, big. Yeah, it's power playing lights out. I don't see them losing that one. No, Newcastle no. and Sydney Roosters, 7.35, Saturday night at McDonald Jones Stadium. Newcastle coming off a disappointing 24-6 loss uh, at the hands of those Penrith Panthers we were just they talking s- about. They started right in this game and then... Yeah, Penrith just too classy. Indeed. The Roosters dismantled my Dragons. Three of us tipped them on Anzac Day. Put the a curse. big old on this. curse on them. Uh, Sam Walker, the, he's set to receive a five-year contract. What have you heard about this? Is there yeah, as a, any figures been released? No, no, I don't think any figures. Um, I think he's only on like 300k a year or something at the moment. Like it's it's not Only uh, as an 18-year-old. Uh, yeah, or, or even slightly less than mm. that. Um, but yeah, the five actually maybe the five year extension is the first kind of years are in that kind of range, mm. and then that bumps up as it goes on. Uh, but yeah, setting he's set to get paid and be the Roosters' halfback of the future. How good is he? He, he can do both things. Like he, he can. Well, he's got the he's got the the footwork, the silky footwork. You saw him put two steps on where he put Nat Butcher on uh, through. The I, th- I think what's even more impressive is um, Teddy got knocked out in this game. Mm. And, and he was the step, captain. Yeah, and, and he, he stepped, stepped straight up. in, took yep. control of the team, yep. ran around the park and dismantled a Red Hot Dragons team at the point as well. Uh, shows like, you know, he's got really good futures. And then, yeah, yeah. And of course, the, the Broncos board will be kicking themselves. I've let him walk away to the Roosters. I can't remember this but much I, hype around an 18-year-old yeah. since mm. Benji Marshall. Yeah, but I'd also say, yeah. you know, Sammy Walker, he's walked into the Rooster system. Yeah. That, that backlog, that forward pack, like you can yeah. walk into a better situation. Yeah. It's not like he's good, he's joined Canterbury as an example. Well, so. hopefully that forward pack looks after him, the likes of uh, Takiyaho and Crichton and that, mm. because Adam O'Brien, the Newcastle uh, coach, said he can expect some traffic this week. He still is yes. quite <laughs> slight. He does have that 18-year-old body. Yeah, grown into his body. Yeah, yeah. so uh, hopefully his big forwards can get around and help him in defence. What is uh, – I've been following this for probably 10 days now. TJ Perrett, Nara, uh, he's the uh, – I think they've been talking about scrum, this for about a month. Scrum so. half uh, for the, the All Blacks. Blacks. Uh, he's playing Japanese rugby at the moment. He's actually – if they make the finals of that comp, uh, that goes till May 23. That's nearly a month away, but heavily rumoured that the Roosters are chasing him to play hooker. Mm-hmm. Is, is that a viable option to get, get a, a, an excellent uh, – you know, scrum half from rugby. Admittedly, I don't m- watch that much rugby, but I figure you're not making 50 
plus tackles a game as a scrum half, it, is he going to be able to fit in and play True. a I, really difficult position? I think you hit the nail on the head on the one thing he may not be able to do is the amount of tackling that's required of yeah. the position because he's got the athletic ability, the ball playing ball ability. Playing, fight, yep. Yeah, he's he's you know he's a scrum half for the All Blacks, so he's yep. he's up there of, as an athlete. Uh, yeah. And the Roosters, of course, they're really struggling for hooker stocks at the moment with a lot of guys injured and um, young players filling in those positions. Yeah, well, we obviously spoke about the retirement of Jake Friend a few weeks ago, Sam Verrills and uh, Marshke, they're sort of going in and out as the nine. And yeah. yeah, We talk about the youth. We just talked about the youth in the halves as well. So though not an NRL player, is a veteran that's played at the yeah. pinnacle of his sport, played in the World Cup, like he's... Uh, a talent, you know, a Roosters get better. Be very, very interesting to see if this happens, but uh, I've, I think I've got serious it, questions about throwing him big money to, yeah. to play. Well, I don't think it's sport. huge money, which is, again, another bloody Roosters sneaky deal where they, they pay him peanuts <laughs> to, to slide in there and he'll, uh, he'll, he'll be paid fuck all and he'll come in and absolutely dominate and then we'll be like, how the fuck do the Roosters pull this off again? It'll be interesting to see what happens. Anyways, uh, enough speculation there. Roosters. Roosters. Yeah, Chooks here. Yep. Months, yep. odds, and tips, if you don't mind. Um, so odds are Roosters are favourite at dollar seven, uh, forty-seven. A roost, uh, Knights are at two dollars seventy. Line is six. Yeah, really about that. I reckon. I reckon it's a low-key close game. You low-key close mm-hmm. game. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh, I'm taking Roosters with that line. It's like uh, uh, when Kiri went down, I was like, oh man, like maybe they slide. Sammy Walker's been phenomenal. Uh, the veteran presence of the other guys around that yep. club, yeah, I, I think they win this reasonably comfortably. Yeah, it really depends on how um, Ponga's back's feeling and how much he's going to have to carry him in this game. Yeah, mm-hmm. indeed. Mm-hmm. True. So four Roosters in that one. Gets us through to Sunday. The New Zealand Warriors take on the North Queensland Cowboys. 2 p.m. Sunday, Central Coast Stadium. Warriors disappointing last week. Cowboys, they're a lot like Manly. They're trending in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, three in the trot after mm-hmm. starting 0-4. And, and they've been winning without Tamalolo. So in- so is he back this week? Because they've ruled he, he said he's back for the previous two weeks and ruled him out for both. Mm-hmm. Um, having a bit of setbacks and I injuries. Ima- I imagine that he's in the 21 that they name, uh, whether or not. He, he does actually end up playing. Uh, yeah. Yep. Time will tell. He's named. He's, he's named. named actually, he's named yeah. at lock. So yep. he's been named yep. in the last two years. So hopefully, but I don't right. think it, had he been named on the in the starting site. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Both both instances was pulled out late. Something funny's going on there. Yeah. Well, it was hands. So I don't yeah. know what's up. Yeah. Anyway, uh, if you follow the Warriors form guide, they should win this game. Yeah. Win loss. Win loss. Mm. Kind of thing for the Warriors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've picked the, the Warriors purely on that basis. Yep. Um, it is Central Coast, which is technically their home home ground. Yeah, play a few there, yeah. yeah. Oh, actually, all of them there at the, yes. at the moment. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've got the Warriors here, but wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys can. I think this be a close game. This should be a good game of footy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cowboys coming off momentum with that second half, um, but I think yeah, that was. Oh, am I changing? Nah, Warriors. Warriors hold on to this one. Um, yeah, eighteen, yeah. sixteen. Complete the curse, Marks. Nah, I'm going Cowboys. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Making moves. Yeah, yeah <laughs> this is a close game. Yeah, this is coin yep. toss. This one, this is a good one. Yeah, so Warriors are favourites, dollar sixty. Cowboys are out at two dollars thirty-five at the moment. Mm-hmm. Line is four, so very yeah, be very close be, game. I think that'd be a close one. Yep. Sunday afternoon, St George Dragons West Tigers four oh five at Wynn Stadium. Did mention the Dragons coming off that disappointing Anzac Day loss, thirty-four to ten mm-hmm. to the Chooks. Uh, Anthony Griffin, he really. He moved the chess pieces around all all around the shop. They moved Jack Bird to halfback. Uh, it was l- halfback. 
Yeah, he played halfback. Clune went to the bench. Uh, their new signing, Billy Burns, went into the edge. Uh, and then Josh Kerr went to the bench. Um didn't really seem to work. They actually, they actually, their first half hour was quite good in this in this game. They, it was neck and neck and low scoring and, and intense. Um, and then the Chooks were just way too good in the second half. Too the, the big news here out of out of the Dragons camp, uh, Michaeli Ravalawa. He had a shoulder charge on Josh yeah, Morris. Both wingers. Yeah, uh, it was quite, quite silly. Really, there was no arm in this whatsoever. Yeah, he, clear shoulder charge. Get his a couple of weeks. Yeah, it gets two weeks. He actually he. Checked on him straight away. Remember, we were talking a few weeks ago about how he sort of ran over Kurt Mann and kind of was taunting him a little, a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, learned his lesson. Probably learned, learned there. Change he, of heart. Yeah, he misses two weeks. He's a big out. He's he's really coming along as a as one of the upper um, sort of um, maybe. Yeah, I'd call him top ten wingers in in the league at the moment. Uh, Jordan Pereira, <laughs> Jordan Pereira, who is not a top ten winger, I would say, <laughs> he uh, is facing judiciary uh, for a high shot on Teddy. He he probably get. Yeah, he, he has got three weeks uh, for that one. Teddy he runs so low and lucky. Uh, well, he's not low. He's changed direction. So yeah, yeah. As, as he dips down to you know make a step and step around mm. a box, of course he's dipping down and squatting. Yeah, and like slide across. Spots. Yeah, yeah. And, and he kind of slips in this, but it was a big swinging arm. Yeah, of course. Got him. You flush. throw the arm out trying to get him, and then you smack. Him on the on the chops, yeah. and Teddy missed the rest of the game. So again, yes. we, you know, with did we've he get some minutes? Uh, yeah, he went. Yeah, he got. Yeah. he got so some I minutes. think yep. that medical subbed him off in the, for this as well. Yep. Uh, ben Hunt comes back uh, for the Dragons here. Uh, he'll slot straight back into seven. He missed four weeks with that fractured fibula, uh, in, in which he played out the game actually with a broken leg. Uh, West Tigers there. Looking pretty ordinary at the moment. They were pumped by the DCA Tommy Turbo show last week. Robbie Farrer, they, they reckon he might come back as a trainer. Uh, had that yeah. that very uh, public falling out mm, with, 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 with him and Bezzy. Yeah. Like, yeah. they, they both fell out with the club. Mm. They didn't want either of them back. Mm. Um, yeah. And Michael. there's, there's uh, calls from. Madge McGuire as well that they've got to pay him out if they, if they yeah. were to sack Bit him. Stiff. Well, there's also talk that um, yeah. Cle- Cleary kind of left the, this mess and Maguire's yeah. kind of walked into it. and He's still recovering from. It's not. It's not I don't think. I think he's a good coach. Well, you could see what he did uh, at South Sydney there, Madge McGuire. Yeah. Um, I think. Mm. A lot of it comes down to management. The NRL 360. They were talking about it, and they were showing a list of like all guys that are West Tigers juniors mm. or were mm. at the club, and it was like Teddy. Pappenhausen, Adokar, Mitch Moses, Corey Thompson. Yeah, can't retain, uh, can't retain like, all this good young talent. None, yeah. none of them want to go out and train in the West, so Shutters. they just can't. But can't a lot of them it. would. A lot of them are from Western Sydney. Mm. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah. I well, that's that's the thing. You grow up West Sydney, you want to move on to the uh, beaches. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to our Western Sydney listeners in that yeah. one. Um, yeah, it's it's the same old West Tigers. Really, they've mm. been pretty ordinary for quite a number of years. Um, I've gone the Dragons here, and I feel like that's more educated than uh, with my heart. Have they been competitive since they won the comp? The Dragons? No, Titans. No, the both. <laughs> no, the uh, uh, Tigers, sorry. So I don't what, th- what I did don't they win, 05? Yeah, I don't think they've been competitive since then. I've had a couple of nights. There were a few nights. Oh, was a few nights. Joke, they've, made, yeah. they've made the eights a few times. Yeah, they've been competitive, yes. That made a grand final since yeah. 2015. Oh, mm-hmm. definitely, yeah. 2005, yeah. Oh, sorry, 2005. Thanks yeah. for the correction. 15 was Dragons, right? No, 2010. 2010. Yep. Oh, we're fucking up all kinds of things. <laughs> anyway, who are we picking in this? I'm um, gone Dragons. We'll give them a curse again. 
Dragons. Yep, yeah, dragons. dragons. I think West are another team I get wrong every time I pick them, they lose. <laughs> 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 yeah, you you <laughs> tipped them to beat Manly last yeah. week. Not, not good. Yeah. Um, so, Dragons are fa- favourites. Favourites. Favourites at $1.28. Tigers are out at three seventy five. Line yeah, is 10. Um, total match points, if we look at that, is 43.5. Mm. 10 is, yeah. Oh, yeah. That wraps up our NRL uh, preview and news. Yes. So then we'll move in, of course, to the AFL. And do you want to kick off with this, Peppy? Just just before we move into the uh, AFL. AFL. Did I say AFL? I fucked that up. No, I think you said AFL. I I fucked it up. Uh, Going back across to the NFL, Ah, Antonio Brown has re-signed with the Bucks on a week. There we go. (laughs) Dear hero, dear. Yeah. There you go. One year deal worth up to six and a half mil. There you go. Yeah. God, run it straight back, hey? Yeah. They're going to be so hard to beat. They're a good team. Very so, good yeah, team. there's uh, lots of interesting matchups uh, this week. In uh, the AFL. So, we're back to the, the AFL. In the AFL. Uh, uh, but but Pepe has to. Before further ado, yes. what was your crime, I, uh, I said that Carlton Blues <laughs> would beat your Brisbane Lions. They, they were very competitive. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yes. They were competitive until about the end of the third quarter. It's just classic Carlton. Just, yeah. just, yeah. just can't finish that in that fourth quarter. But yeah. it actually was it was quite a good game. And, and uh, kudos to Brisbane. They've been able to slowly turn their season around after a lacklustre start. Mm-hmm. Happy to scale this one on the Esky. Uh, Carlton two and four now. It's just same old Carlton, but long season. No reason why they can't be there or thereabouts later. Uh, up you blue baggers. There you go. Well, Peps uh, sucks down that delicious Carlton dry. Shout out any sponsors who want to jump yeah. on the Esky. Do you want to talk? Is this the match of the, the round? Before? Oh, it definitely is match yeah. of the round. Uh, Richmond versus the Dogs out at the MCG Friday night footy. Uh, obviously, this was one of those floating schedule games that got brought forward, obviously, with the Dogs form, Richmond being the powerhouse that they are. Uh, both teams um, coming off big games from last weekend. The Dogs, as we spoke about, were in Canberra uh, at the Legend Factory last week uh, at Marnock Grove all day. It was, this was another game that was really, really quite tight. Obviously, both teams have uh, a storied rivalry over the last sort of... Sort of ever since GWS have come into the comp, um, really tight scrap for the last for the first sort of three quarters, and then casual nine goals for the Dogs in the last quarter. They absolutely blew it out. It was party time. Uh, we touched on Paul Lin Jong, his hammy in the first injury, but the fucking worst thing that happened was yeah. about ten minutes left mm. in the game. Josh Dunkley goes for a spoil. Um, they're, they're up. They've won the game, and he's popped the shoulder. Mm. Uh, absolutely. And this, and this is a bad up. dislocation. We yeah. about dislocation before. This is a bad one, which yeah. needs surgery. Really bad surgery. He had his Rico today. Um, he's going to miss up to, good surgery. Up to four months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Poor, poor bloke. So, full reconstruction for Josh Dunkley. He yeah. was in all Australian form. He, was, he, he yeah. was an absolute lock. I mean, not just you know get his hands on the ball. He has. He's had the most smothers through six games in the uh, history of footy. So, oh, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. So stats like that. Um, he actually sneaks forward, kicks a goal. Yeah. His tackling's all time. You know, we talk about the Bulldogs running seven deep in that midfield. Yeah. He's, he's a big part and of the that. ability to win clearances on top oh, of yeah, yeah. game. Yeah, he, he'll be missed. I suppose that the strength and the silver lining of the Dogs is their mid, midfield. Yeah, yeah. they've got some talent. Yeah. Yeah. If there is one yeah. spot you could take away from, he's probably there. Um, another, it was 
bloody injuries galore uh, yeah, over Tim the Johnny weekend. Tim yeah. <laughs> Young Johnny Sean, English. Johnny English. Shaw's boy, another one very late in the game, gets an yeah. Aaron Norton knee to the side was, of the head. This yeah. was sickening. Yeah, uh, it was... UFC it, 261 was a couple yeah. of days later. This would have fit oh, in very nicely. Oh, bloke. Aaron Norton just flying at the ball as he does, uh, and I think it's his left knee which yeah. gets Tim English's on the right, chin, right mm. chin, on the button. Slash cheek. On the yeah, button. it was it was just a, a clean knockout essentially. The, yeah. the poor bloke, he's been he really improved. He was talk, good. We've he been talking good. about him as well. He's really coming along to sort of move into that elite sort of chat uh, mm. as as a ruckman mm. and the ability to go forward and, and kick a few sausage rolls there. Um, he, they they cleared his uh, jaw. Mm. It's not broken. He's going to miss this week uh, with concussion. concussion. Yeah. And then they're hoping maybe available next week. The following week. And yeah. he won't be the best player uh, unavailable with concussion. We'll get into that in a second. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, uh, because the biggest player missing with concussion will be Dusty Martin. Obviously, Tiger's coming off that loss uh, to the un- also undefeated D's. Uh, Anzac Eve, uh, a little bit disappointed. I only saw there was fifty two thousand there. That game's um, that game's brought in eighty thousand before. So mm-hmm. D's fans, your team's undefeated. Um, yeah, Richmond, get, Richmond get your fans down there as well. Um, Dusty uh, concussed in the third term, uh, but was pretty um, uninfluential to that point. The D's did a really good spot of um, 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 stymieing his his influence, and and that was uh, that was uh, uh, Tigers kicked the first goal, but really. Um, Demons just wrestled it away from him. Too skillful, too, too evenly matched across the ground. I think, I think every position on the ground they have it um, best in the comp. Just that even spread. Mm. Uh, they are, they are red hot. The demons. We'll get into them later. Richmond, though, some teams, some people are out there saying Richmond is struggling. You know, they've reached the top now. They're a bit tired. Mm. I think you get <laughs> Richmond get a bit of leeway, especially early on the season sure. uh, with these injuries. Also, Kane Lambert, who's uh, done a calf, that can be a bit. Bit of a longer one than uh, they, they think. They're not 100% sure on how long that is. Dylan mm. Grimes, obviously, with a foot also not in there. Mm. Uh, they just sort of looked like they were outmatched out there. And, and Tom Lynch has come under a bit of fire. He yeah. you know, hasn't really been having much of an influence mm. for the big centre-half forward. Yeah, I've got to be a fantasy and putting up dirt numbers. Paul, Paul yeah. Paul. And, yeah, it was really good in the, uh, the last few years. Really, really good signing to complement Jack Rewell. Oh, 100%, absolutely. Yeah. And, and you think with the game opening up, a bit of free-flowing footy, you know, someone like Tom Lynch would really take the game on. But, but just if, you, if your mids aren't winning the ball, there's only so much you can exactly do. Exactly right. Yeah. And, I, and I don't want to toot my own horn, but we did sort of say at the start of the year, you know, if Dusty's not... P- performing where where the rest of the Tigers and, and obviously yeah, Presti yeah. are injured Trench Cotchin's just sort of been there and abouts mm-hmm. um, Jaded Short's been good down yeah, back Caden, good, yeah. Kane Lambert has had a good season obviously he's missing now um, that depth's really going to be tested uh, up against the, you know, the undefeated doggies who have their own injury concerns but So you look for a big game from Bolton? From Bond? Oh, Bolton. Shy Bolton, yeah. Well, he's coming off. Uh, I look for a big game from Bond every week. Um, <laughs> Shy Bolton, he's yeah, he's probably been the Tigers' best this year. Uh, not named Dusty Martin. Um, he's still off contract. That's sort of been the big news. Yeah, That's been the big news. Um, you know, and sort of been one of those ones that's going to be put off till the end of the year. Whenever you hear that, you sort of think, well. That, that, that sounds like movement to me. So I think uh, Frio are going to come pretty hard. A couple other Melbourne teams are going to come hard. So uh, it will be interesting to see how that plays out. But, yeah, he's, he's been scintillating. scintillating. Uh, Friday night footy, I've obviously got the dogs here winning this one. I think also Richmond, uh, far too many injuries. I've backed doggies. I've got dogs here. Yep, uh, I've gone dogs as well. All right, uh, so yeah. forty now. Dogs, yeah. <laughs> Could be on the Esky curve. Could, Could be. The, odds? the bookies tend to agree yep. with us. Yeah, yeah. So favorite uh, dogs are favorites a dollar fifty one. Richmond out at two dollars fifty eight. Um, probably going to be a close game at eleven and a half for the line. Okay, interesting. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, obviously, yeah. As the fucking resident dogs, Nuffy, uh, massive game for them to, to match. Where obviously not tiger tigers at full strength, but be really good to see how they go. Dogs are dogs are looking to sort of. There's an undefeated matchup in the in the distance with the D's and um, shout out Katie. Might yeah, be so, but who? Good uh, in the household at the moment. Very, we're, we're very happy at the, the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're both six sitting. and zero. Yeah. First, uh, yeah. Of all six and zero teams, I think it's eighty percent play in the grand final. So, yeah, yep. so yeah. you know, yeah. one of us will be pretty happy at least. Yeah, <laughs> uh, for Richmond, on the other hand, after this matchup against the Western Bulldogs, they play Geelong, who mm-hmm. we'll get to in a second. Mm. GWS eh, eh, and mm. Brisbane at the Gabba. That, they may only win one of those games. That that Lions, win that Lions Richmond yeah. game could be really telling for both clubs. Yeah, mm. yeah. So we, we could potentially be looking at a Richmond side that might not be top four. Like yeah. It, yeah. Oh God. Yeah. That's that after this after those three games yeah, might that, have been the eight and yeah. really needing to start stringing some wins together. So yeah. Mm. yeah, I mean they've been tried, they've been tested. Like I've said, that they need to cover a bit of leeway. You, you gotta cop uh, Richmond a little mm. bit of slack. You know, they, they've, they've built the points in, yeah. in recent indeed, years. Indeed. Just just quietly. But maybe Maybe the start of a decline of a dynasty. Well, I'd love Ooh. to see it. Shout. Yeah, and shout out to James <laughs> Lay if you're listening. Big Jim, he is a Richmond uh, faithful, but I'm sick of them winning. And mm. I wouldn't Tim, want. Wasn't it Tim Lay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a.k.a. Jim, a.k.a. Tim. Uh, yeah, shout out to you, brother. Hope you're keeping well down there in Melbourne. But, yeah, I can't see the, the Tigers winning this one. Go and, dogs. And, yeah, they're really looking a bit more dogs fickle week in and week mm. out. So Collingwood Gold Coast? Yeah, we're getting yep. into the Saturday games. The Pies are one and five. Who mm. would have thung that a few weeks ago? They'd be ago? banged up as well. They are a little bit hurt. I mean, we did mention Dugowie and Jeremy Hale uh, mm. missing uh, from this one. 24-point uh, loss on Anzac Day to the uh, Bombers. Uh, 78,000 at the G. How about this? Australia, best country in the world. That is the <laughs> biggest crowd in any sporting event in the whole COVID mm. era. Well, any gathering, yeah, any gathering Gather- of people, any, I think, yeah, yeah since yeah. COVID lockdown. Yeah. So, fuck yeah, awesome that it was at the footy yeah. and, the, you know, Anzac, yeah. they were, everyone was able to pay their respects mm. and, and get down at the footy. But, um, yeah, getting into the footy was a really good game and we, and we talked about it. It just seems to always be a close game. But, yeah. again, it was one Matt of those Mac ones. was on the draw at yeah, the <laughs> club, but it was uh, until about 10 minutes out, you're like, <laughs> we, we was could happen. We were getting a little bit <laughs> excited up in Cairns. Shout out Gilligan's for hosting us for the weekend. But, um, yeah, Essendon, uh, Essendon far too classy in the end and really ran over the top of the pies. And one in five is, is there's no two ways about it. They are reeling. And there's yeah, all the off-field stuff with Bit Buckley. It's yep. all pressure cooker and... And like I've said in the past, Collingwood are, are a punching bag. If they're going bad, they're a free hit. And journos go hard and the media go hard, yeah. public go hard because the bigger the club, the bigger the fall, the bigger exactly. the bigger. They're a the premier shot. franchise. They yeah, go, exactly. The sporting club in Australia. Oh, easy. In terms of membership, yeah. 100%. So, I mean, where do they sort of look to from here? Are they rebuilding? Are they sort of still contending? That That's sort of the big question from Pies fans. They don't know. Mm. They don't know where they are. They're playing the kids. They've got some guys injured. They've got the, you know, Nick Dacos next year that everyone's saying is the number one pick, yep. obviously father of um, Pete Dacos. So Son. Did I say father? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 why not? Give him he's a gift. He's going to be his daddy soon <laughs> when, when he starts playing lights out footy. The way he's been tracking, yeah, he's playing like an old man. So <laughs> They, they um, need to get a win against Gold Coast if they yeah, want to start uh, one, restarting this season. One bright spark I wouldn't mind mentioning was Darcy Cameron. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had probably had the best game of his short career. He had 22 disposals, 10 marks, three goals. Uh, a mm-hmm. big, tall... 
uh, leading presence. They mm. dropped Mason Cox. He wasn't hurt, was he? They, no, uh, no, yeah, just dropped. Just, just in dropped the twos, him. Yeah. goey out. He needs to step up big time. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and continue that for the, for them to have a chance of winning this game and and in the few mm. in the weeks to come. Absolutely. Gold Coast, yeah, Gold Coast had that upset win against the Swans. I wonder if anyone tipped that last week. Yeah, yeah, down the end there. Joey. Down the end there, tip Lord McGrath over here. <laughs> Absolutely, now that one. Actually in both yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm doing not too bad on the Esky tipping. Follow us on ESPN. Um, awesome response. And we sort of said, you know, it's one that they probably could win and the one they needed to win. Stewie Jew at the helm. Um, you can't use the excuse we're young anymore. So they really got together. Guys like Noah Anderson, um, you know, Matt Rao's sort of mate. That's how he gets introduced. Yeah, but yeah. Noah, he, he's a gun footy and he's gun footier in his own right. Took Miller, one of the more underrated players. Yeah, Again, shout out Tim Lay, who loves Took. Took's his yeah. favourite player. Um, I very, If the season ended now, he'd probably have a bench spot in the All-Australian team. His numbers are insane. Yeah, yeah. His centre bounce work, his tackling, his leadership. He's, a, he's that big body that helps those younger kids around the park. So Gold Coast are doing some impressive things. They're very much like their rugby league counterpart. And then one week they'll be, mm. you know, show some really good things. And the next week you'll say, what, what, what is this team doing? So very close matchup this one. It being at the MCG, I'd normally lean Collingwood, but they lost to GWS at the G earlier this year. Oh, they're desperate for a win. Suns, I'm going Suns. Yeah, I, I like think I think they're going to jump on and really pile on this pressure that is Collingwood, and, and then that Collingwood, you know, where do they go from? They just need to say, okay, we're just going to play some kids this year and yeah. look at the future. I've picked Collingwood in this. I would no confidence, of course, but I'll also say if they don't win this game, season done. Line through. Yeah, from one and six, I don't think you no, that. Can't have so no, it, it yeah. is must win for the no. Pies. I've tipped them just because it's at the G, and we've have spoken about yeah Gold Coast inconsistencies, mm. but mm. there's no reason why the Suns can't win this game. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, back to Suns. Ooh, First Desmond, we got here. Odds, please, if you don't odds? mind. Yeah, so Collingwood are favourites, a dollar fifty, um, probably because it is in the G. Uh, Gold Coast are out at two dollars sixty. Line is. 11 and a half so another probably another close one two goals there yeah. In it. yeah this is one of those ones Gold Coast then can say hey we're at three and four don't yeah. think our season's done now we don't yeah. have to hang our heads after the first month that yeah. they normally do they can actually say let's have something to play for so yeah, I think sure. I think having that um, yeah sun's for yeah. mine and I think it will be a close game mm. Mm. two ten Saturday at the Adelaide Oval Adelaide mm. take on GWS the Crows had a heartbreaking third Three point loss last week. They got so far in front. Yeah, I think they were up thirty two points at one stage. Uh, the the shining light for them though, number two pick Riley Philthorpe. Uh, he played his first game. He kicks five in his AFL debut. He, I think he had one in the first half and then booted yeah. four in the in the second half. Young uh, West Adelaide kid, shout out Steve-O, all the West Adelaide boys. I know you big fans. Bloods, go Bloods. Bloods. Yeah. Uh, and the the Crowies, they kicked fifteen goals straight before they kicked it behind. That's an AFL VFL record. So pretty um, good, yeah, yeah. I was just it. flicking over the scores. Think, oh, they were sixteen three or something. Yeah, yeah good yeah. kicking's good 15 footy. Fifteen straight, so one hundred and thirty year old record there. Mm. Unfortunately, they didn't win, so yeah, they couldn't kick yeah. straight in the second half. So. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, and and a big talking story of this uh, was the medical sub Tom Lynch. <laughs> this was so it, funny. They needed him and uh, to get out there and replace Will Hamill. Apparently, he wasn't even strapped. Mm. Well, apparently he, stretch, he, he wasn't even going to play. Like mm. they weren't. He, he was just an extra number they had there. He, he was like he wasn't like healthy enough really. Yeah, like, hey, we're just gonna, yeah, we're just going to rest him for this week and hopefully he'll play next week. We won't need <laughs> him. him and then they need a medical sub. It was yeah. like 
It's poor management. Honestly. I have no idea how yeah. someone's really dropped the ball. They've yeah. come out in, during the week and said, no, no, it's all part of the plan. But the guy had to put his boots on. He had to do a stretch. Yeah. He's got a, He was taking painkillers yeah, before, so yeah. he could get out there. Like. Yeah, so I, there's, someone's dropped the ball yeah. somewhere he, along the line. And they, lo- they lose from that. Like, huge, he got absolutely yeah. dominated. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. they really threw their side into a into a heat. Mm. Mm. Uh, GWS, they're coming off that loss to the Hot Dogs at mm. Monica Oval. Toby Grant, you love to hate him, but yeah, he's pretty, favorite, mate. pretty good at footy. He kicked four. Uh, shout out to young Lockie Ash. He had 35 disposals, 15 marks. Mm. He's played about 20-odd AFL yeah, games. I small think, defender, think this yeah. was the breakout yeah. uh, game oh, yeah. for him. Um, yeah, so it be interesting to follow him and see how he goes. Uh, pretty hard one to, to pick, really. Uh, I've backed Adelaide mm. just because it's in Adelaide. I've done the same, uh, but there's no reason yeah. why GWS can't win yeah. this. But Adelaide, Adelaide, I've gone them with not much confidence. I think I've picked Adelaide, the last three times I've picked Adelaide, they've lost. So <laughs> well, after that hot start, they have Thanks had that little slide. Yeah, yeah. and that, and, yeah. and that's going to happen with the young teams. They're going to they're going to be you know fluctuating with their form. And uh, I've got the Giants here again. They're just showing a little bit more mm-hmm. each game. And those those older players like Josh Kelly. Um, are, are you know stepping up? Toby yeah, Green, he, he is leading from the front and doing a great job. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have backed the Crows. Um, they are favourites a dollar eighty five, but only just uh, with uh, GWS uh, at two dollars. Coin flip, pretty much. Yeah. Coin flip, yep. Uh, and the line reflects that uh, one and a half. Yeah. Right there and then. Yeah. yeah, I would not be putting any money on this game myself. No. no. St Kilda Hawthorne, 435 Marvel Stadium. Uh, both teams two and four here. The Saints, they're coming off a 54-point loss to Port. They've, uh, they had that shock win a few weeks ago against West Coast, but they've been belted since then. Yeah. Paddy Ryder set to make his return. Yep. That is yeah. big, I, was just, I was just about to ask you, the are Saints. they getting healthy? Uh, he helps a lot, but the, yeah, they've been... They've just been nothing short of shit. Like, mm. like if I'm a, that, like we said, that West Coast win was insane. Everyone thought, mm. oh, okay, yeah, yeah, here we go. Yeah. This is the team that won a final last year. Other than that, they just don't look interested. They've got a, again the injuries hurt. I understand and that. It's Richmond and Port as well. Like that, they've been yeah. spanked by. But yeah, yeah. And a few yeah banged up guys. Even Brad Hill's been banged up. But Paddy Paddy Ryder will help. They're the worst centre clearance team in the comp. They're the worst clearance team in the comp. So now. Um, having Paddy Ryder in there, two strong ruckmen will definitely help. Oh God, I'm not going to watch this game at all. Hey, I'll be watching the highlights for this. I've back St Kilda. We talked about the Hawks just then being the Crows. Um, yeah. The young Jacob Kajitsky, obviously cousin of former mm-hmm. Saint um, Justin, he mm-hmm. kicked five as well. Him and Riley Thilthorpe maybe look to yeah, the future, going head to head. Kajitsky won um, the Rising Star ahead of him. I think maybe the win. Got it. Got to give him the nod. He was picked as a back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all his junior career. Yeah. yeah. So I think mm-hmm. they that was something they were always really lacking was a big key forward ever since sort of the Ruffy Franklin days. Um, mm-hmm. Now they've got him, guy like Mitch Lewis. Maybe there is something there they can build around. Their yeah. midfield is still quite good, um, but yeah, there are little pieces there for Hawthorne. They are staying close in games. They're keeping them a scrap, and then the little touches of class are sort of sort of sh- shining through. Um, yeah, your boy there, CJ Giath there, Peps. You're, you've become a big fan, not not just on the footy field. Oh, yeah, yeah. he uh, posted on his Insta, uh, uh, yeah, Monks is picking it up here. Look at the rig on that bloke. <laughs> he is absolutely shredded. You've got former Brownlow medalist there, Tom Mitchell, to his right, looking like an absolute slob <laughs> compared to that rig. Of course, abs don't uh, necessarily translate into uh, disposals, but he... he 
he's proving himself very capable. He's he's mm. having, oh, yeah. he's averaging very twenty six averaging twenty six touches. His intercept marking and his pace off half half back. There was a passage of play in this game where he got the footy, burn about two guys to get the one two back. And then put a dart into the forward line and hit Kaczynski on the tit. Uh, there's some chat around that he might be even be pushing for all Australians. So it's not the worst yeah, chat. Yeah, up. he's so exciting, yeah. so yeah. exciting to watch. And that's yeah for for a team like Hawthorne who do make it scrappy. When you've got someone like that, yeah, you you become mm. a cult hero very quickly. Yep. Um, so, so as I said, I've picked St Kilda. I've gone with Haw- absolutely no confidence. I've, I'm the same. I've gone Hawthorne's kind of flip of a coin. Yeah, St Kilda have been bad on the back of those two big losses, but. This could go either way for mine. Okay. Yeah, I'll go Hawthorne, but again, no confidence whatsoever. Give us some odds and your tip, Max. Yeah, uh, I have gone St Kilda. Oh, uh, Desmond. Yeah, um, they are favourites at dollar sixty three. Hawthorne's out at two dollars twenty eight. Mm-hmm. Um, line is seven and a half. So yeah, a lot of that would be on Ryder. That Ryder yeah. would be worth a goal, I reckon, for this Saints mm-hmm. team. Just the just the presence and the and the the. Th- you know, the mentality of, okay, now we get one of our players back because they are just lost at the moment. Yep. So coming out of a few maybe borderline la- lacklustre yeah. games. The on second Saturday best game in this. Into, in this yeah, a, a real blockbuster between the Brisbane Lions and Port Adelaide. Power 7.25 at the Gabba. The, the Lions have sort of got their season back on track 3-3 three mm. three after their 18-point win against the Blues. However, it came at a massive cost with a reigning Brownlow medalist Lockie Neal uh, undergoing ankle surgery this week. Uh, you, I don't know if you guys saw it. It looked it looked pretty nasty, but he just kept playing and okay. he was playing through pain. Yeah, and they take the shit out of it. They yeah, probably right. gave him <laughs> some painkillers. He had twenty four posies. Yeah, what a beast. Yeah, yeah. what so, a gun. And that's just testament to how tough that man is. Uh, is it the old favourite Sismosis? I don't know if it was a syndesmosis. So I like, didn't hear anything, yeah. and they love to say what it is. So I think it was just a straight up a few ligaments and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To go under the knife, yeah, obviously pretty serious. But yeah, yeah six, six to eight weeks they're yeah. looking at. That's a that's I, a big loss. For it's a, a big long. loss. Oh, yeah. But I also don't think it's too bad for Lockie Neal because he'd been yeah he's he, back yeah he's yeah. been banged up. He'd been yeah. playing through a lot of injuries. Yeah. Like this would be good to, for him. Probably maybe not the Lions as much, but it'd be good for him. The back end of the season, yep. yeah, refresh, come back. Uh, of course, he's got to do his rehab, uh, but he'll get back. Yeah, he'll be sweet yeah, for the back sweet. end of the season and finals. Like. Yeah. like um, Lions and Hugh McLuggage have been excellent in the yep. midfield in kind of filling in for Lockie Neal a little bit too. You want to talk about Australian, he's fucking walk-up, Hugh McLuggage. Yeah. He's yeah. such a jet. Yeah, so they've been playing excellent. Um, so, I guess they can cover him. I'm little, I've am i I've picked the Lions in this because it's at the Gabba, but I'm also, you know, that's a huge out. It is Port Adelaide. Yeah. Like, this would be a really, really good game. These guys need to step up and, yeah, it'd be hard. Yeah, I'm hard, I'm hard pressed to see them winning this, but I, I've just stuck strong here. And gone, uh, home, home field advantage is massive. Uh, TJ Perry, what happened with the? With well, I, I'm not sure. I've put it here as a note. I, I maybe think he's the first uh, double medical so. sub. Yeah, I don't of so. course he got medical subbed in last week, and then he got medical. Yeah, for his brother. <laughs> yeah, but he got medical sub back into this game as well. I'm not sure who for, because um, I think uh, Mitch played out the whole game and he. he if you seen his eye, his oh, eye was it fucked was up. Bad. Mitch Robinson, yeah. that is, copped a mm. real nasty mm. shiner yeah. and they had the staples, you know, yeah. they're putting the st- All over yeah. his face, oh. yeah, poor bastard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's so, he's a tough bloody b- bastard, so I think he'll be all right. But either way, TJ got subbed in and he's been playing pretty well in his um minutes available. Of course he's not uh you know, he's not up there for anything to write home massively, no. but for a young bloke coming in and uh, being thrown in there, uh he's been 
able to at least provide a little bit extra for them and fill in as need be. Yep. Um, so hopefully he can continue to grow as his career keeps going on and improve um, and then show up his older brother. Hmm. Uh, on the other side of the, uh, the shed. Port going to port. Yeah, Port are looking good, 5-1. and one. They've only had that loss uh, to West Coast out in the West. They made light work of the Saints last mm-hmm. week. Ollie Wines, Carl Amon, Dan Houston all had 30-plus. Horatio Fantasia proving to be a really good signing. Uh, him and Steve Motlop had three sausage rolls each. Really interesting game here, boys. I think I'll be in the minority you've, you've, here. You've gone Brisbane. I've gone Port, but mm. Brisbane at the Gabba, you never know. You I never mean, know. this should be a close game, mm. hopefully. Yeah, yeah, I'll go Port as well. I think so. I think Ken Hinckley needs a bit more credit. I think he was one when Port weren't, you know, going as well, copped a lot of slack. But players just improve under him. You have got guys like Carl Amon and Dan Houston, who Pep's just referenced, just sort of scrappy small defenders who have, you know, been thrown into the midfield and really, really come on. And they've got a lot of young players. They've got their veterans. They've got big, smalls, very good mix at Port. Yeah, they're definitely one of the best two or three teams in the competition. I think they win this, and I actually don't think this is going to be very close at all. Uh, Ooh, I yeah. think Port okay. flex the yeah. muscles here. Yeah. They could be. They Definitely. No, sorry, sure. Not, uh, no, no, no. no <laughs> not the, not the I can definitely see. I can see the... Your perspective Just the match up, the lack of Neil. I think, yeah. I think, yeah, I think Port get on top and they roll. Mm. Mm. Um, so I've gone Port as well. They they are favourites at dollar seventy two. Um, Should be not quite the blowout that uh, you think, Macca. The line is four and a half. Really? Well, yeah, yeah. I'm taking that. that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking four or five of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah nice. Um, Interesting. Side note: Brisbane has covered the line in each of its last five matches against Port. Ooh, bonus bets Ooh, yeah. here over from the monks. Yeah. That's why he's the best. <laughs> That's why he's the best. They don't cover uh, four points. <laughs> no, I can't see that happening, but we've been wrong plenty of times here on the Esky. The co-current game, Sydney and G Long Cats, 7.25 at uh, the SCG. Four and two Swans. They were very disappointing last week, uh, losing to the Suns by 40 yeah. points. As we mentioned, that actually they'd never lost at Metricon before that, so they have to put one in the L column right. up there. Josh Kennedy... 32, about, I think he's close to 33. He had 42 posies, uh, the bright spark there for the Swans. Geelong, there four and two. Uh, they demolished the West Coast Eagles. Yeah, 97 points. Did we all? Who we all no, in West no, Coast? No, monkey tipped Geelong, actually. Yeah, right. yeah and yeah, I the, think the, the rest of us tipped big West Coast. I don't even think twice about it either. I thought West Coast would go over there and, yeah, and beat we're, them. We're, we're talking about Geelong hadn't fired up. They they hadn't shown that they were, you know, flag favourites or, the, well, or thereabouts as they'd touted to did, be. Did, did they fire up because Cameron was back? Well, he kicked three. I think he had touched the ball nine times. Mm. Like, I don't think it was just because of Jeremy Cameron. But, but when you've got him and Hawkins and Gary Rowan, because they all kicked three, mm. and, and we talk about the Eagles having, you know, the, their three towers – in, in Darling and Kennedy and Oscar Allen, it's it's really it really it it taxes your backs. And it, last yeah. week they they also lost uh, Jeremy McGovern pretty early, probably their best yep. tall defender, yep. Shannon yep. Hearn out. Yep. Yep. Then you start going, oh, how do we Bit ha- how back, do we yeah. Pl- yeah play on these guys? And it was an absolute rout, and it co- sort of come out of nowhere. Mitch Duncan was really good. He had 26 disposals and four goals. You guys see it? Yeah, a barrel. good barrel. Yeah, barrel. A bit of a mung barrel from the boundary. Yeah, yeah from about 65 out. Yeah, yeah always nice good. To see. Nice to see. If I tried that, that would have gone 20 yep. rows out, <laughs> out to the right. Uh, would have given the kid a, a little kid out there, the footy, uh, going into halftime. And Cam Guthrie, he's starting to become 
you know, in the conversation as an elite midfielder. Well, really filling in for Danger and with Ablett out, retired yes, well, as well. So step, stepping up, stepping up. He's done big, his apprenticeship, so he needs to time. step yeah, up. I think he was all Australian last year. Yeah, so he's really cemented that, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he had 35. Uh, in this one, he had 43 a few weeks ago. Um, what do we think here, boys? Buddy still out? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's got another month at least. Week or two. Yeah, no, they reckon so. Yeah, I've picked along. I've gone Geelong here. Yeah, I've gone Geelong as well. Yeah, I'll go Geelong. Two teams you wouldn't expect to be four and two going into round seven. So, I mean, it's a credit to the Swans, but again, still too thin. That young list is, is really going to be tested here. And yeah, I agree. Geelong have been a little bit up and down, but I think they settle here and get go two in a row here. Mm. Oz, Max? Yep, so Geelong are favourite, forty-seven. Sydney are out at 269. Mm-hmm. Um, 14.5. Ooh, uh, 13 and a half. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, total points, 158 and a half. Quite low. Yeah, it's a bit low, yeah. Mm. Anyways. Probably reflects the injuries, but yeah. Mm. Awesome. Uh, North Melbourne take on Melbourne Demons, 110 Sunday. Flunstone <laughs> Arena down there in Hobart. Uh, I went six north. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we need to go into Melbourne. too much detail on this one. Yeah, I just wanted to highlight uh, Jack Siebel uh, for the Roos. He's, mm. he's playing pretty good. They've uh, pushed him back on the halfback flank. He had 37 disposals, 14 marks last week. Melbourne, they spoiled uh, Dusty's 250th. Uh, they are 6-0 and for the first time since 1965. Christian Petrarca won that Frank Checker Hughes medal that we uh, mentioned uh, was coming in. Brownlow alert. Yeah, 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 it's it's that's fair. He mm. had thirty eight disposals, ten clearance, eleven score involvements. Yeah, I think was it you, Joseph, that said he's he's the he's the most dusty, most dusty, yes, yeah, and that 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 gap yeah. is getting shorter and shorter every week. Like he yeah. like. Mm. Hey, he's just so powerful through the stoppage. I think the difference is he actually plays more sort of in the midfield, like where Dusty sort of plays yep. forward a little bit yeah. more where they want those one-on-ones. Mm-hmm. Petrarca is, yeah, yeah. It took took a couple of years, but he is like, you can't deny he's top 10, top five players in the competition yep. at the moment. Yeah, and and you mix Clayton Oliver, that bull inside, Max Gorn feeding you the service. Mm-hmm. Those forwards are all firing. Christian Salem was really good. Oh, Christian Salem. Yeah, they've definitely... I think they've won that Josh Kelly trade, that the the <laughs> famous one yeah. a long time ago. So, um, but yeah, no, Melbourne are absolutely fly, uh, absolutely flying at the moment, and North uh, grounded. Melbourne, <laughs> yeah, Melbourne by a lot. Melbourne by heaps. We'll see if Melbourne yep. can do what the dog. 128, I think it was. So, could Melbourne mm. beat North by more than 128? Down at Bloodstone, they've only just got cleared to play down there actually because of. Yeah, traveling and, and COVID, uh, etc. Yeah, so they, they, I think they all tested right. negative after coming back. Yeah, um, they, they had to quarantine ish a little bit. Yeah, so snap lockdown yeah. down there in the west for over the weekend. Yeah, yep. 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 So they are they're sweet to go. Uh, North Melbourne, they get to do a little mini lockdown and go get their asses handed to them by <laughs> Melbourne <laughs> in, in Tassie. So yeah, yep. do you think Melbourne can go ten and zero? Yes. Um, well, they they win this. That so they're seven and zero, and then they yep. have the Swans, Blues, and Crows. So. That looks like ten and zero. That, look, that looks yeah. like ten and zero to me as well. Um, and then they'll be ten and one after that. And then yeah, <laughs> round, ele- round eleven they have the dogs. <laughs> we'll get to that in a month. Thanks, uh, Essendon Carlton three twenty Sunday afternoon MCG. Both teams are two and four. Uh, Essendon coming off a massive win in that Anzac Day clash against the Pies, as we mentioned. Darcy Parish won the Anzac de- Anzac medal with forty two disposals and two goals. He joins Dane Swan with the only two blokes to get 40 on Anzac Day. And Tipper 
Anthony McDonald, Tim Woody had five sausage rolls, and he he just steps up for the big games. And his tackling pressure, oh my oh, god, yeah, yeah, I'd say yeah, I want to say best, but yeah, probably let's fucking say it. best tackling prep forward in the competition, and he yep. converts it into goals as well. He he's, sure does. Yeah, he's an absolute gun. He never gives up. Uh, they did lose Aaron Francis to a calf injury. It's a little bit indiscriminate as to how long he mm. will be out. Uh, Carlton coming off that. 18-point uh, loss to the Lions. The one bright note was Harry McKay. We've talked about him before. He booted six. He's 22 for the season. He's, like, really putting his hand up, yeah. like, as, like, I'm an elite forward. Big uh, time. Was he, he'd be leading the Coleman. I think Tex might still be close. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll chase that yeah, up. I think Tex is probably just in front. Yeah, but like you said, Peps, Carlton, you know, Sam Walsh continues that really good form from the start of the year. Cripps is just sort of going. You've got down your poor Eddie Betts. You know, he's going on an age. I think a few fans are calling for him to be dropped, you know, after mm -hmm. zero goals, four on the weekend. You know, when you lose by 18 points, two of those would have been handy, uh, Eddie. So uh, I think, uh, like I've been saying, the blue, like the Blues should be copying as much heat as Collingwood at the moment for yeah, mine. Yeah. Like they should... Be a little bit better than what they're going. They've got a lot of good pieces there. They've got Sad there. They've been playing pretty well. Yeah, so. Sad was a great pickup. The back, like you got Wiedemann back there. Wiedering, sorry, Wiedering. back there. Yeah. But Wiedemann, obviously, in Melbourne. Carry Mackay killing it. I've actually got Carlton winning this game. I think Essendon could, you know, the young players could really ride the high of Airzac Day and that emotion that we sort of talked about. That's going to really be a big come down from that. Um, and Carlton a little bit more desperate here to get the win. Whatever Essendon do for the rest of the year, I think they've proved that they're on the up again. We don't think yeah. anyone, they're going to go near the eight or anything. Whereas Carlton, again, this desperate, we need to win. Mm. Uh, no Aaron Francis. They're going to be very small down back. And we've talked about Mackay being very, you know, big and influential mm. down there. Um, yeah, he, Carl he is second behind Tex in the. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Um, yeah, pretty even midfield matchup. I'm going to go Carlton just. Carlton by only a handful of points. Yeah, I've gone Carlton as well, just slightly ahead, but no confidence. Need it's to finish, Pat. Need to play the fourth quarter. Blue yeah. Baggers yeah. here. Yeah, if they play four quarters, they win this. Um, I've gone with my heart and gone Essendon. Mm -hmm. um, they are out at $2.18 at the moment. Carlton are favourites at $1.69. Um, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, it's shaping up to be a very close game. The line's at 7.5 at the moment. Right. I didn't think, yeah. Right. Cool. The final game of uh, the round, the derby at the West. Derby. That's what they say in Perth. They call it Derby. Moron. That is right. I think they do say Derby. Uh, West Coast and Fremantle, 440 out at Optus Stadium. West Coast were embarrassed in Geelong last week. Uh, Jerry McGovern uh, having that groin injury. Uh, there's talk that Josh... Kennedy could be back after missing last week with an ankle. Did you hear about him? So just quickly about his, some of his rehab, um, trying to run with his ankle. He actually wasn't allowed at the facility, so he had he was caught uh, with his dog having to do laps around the outside. He actually wasn't allowed inside the fence for whatever reason. Oh, so, really? Because he was uh, locked out, so he had his dog and he was just doing laps around the facility. Yeah, so wow. that's how you do your sort of fitness testing yeah. these days, yeah, right. uh, it, you know, the modern era. But, mm. um, yeah, a couple big outs there. Um Shannon Hearn in there, Peps. What have you got? Yeah, so he'll be uh, back if he if he does get cleared to play. He's coming off a uh, Celia Strand. That's a calf. Um, uh, he's in line to break Dean Cox's two hundred and ninety game record for West Coast. If he is in, uh, Shui Yo and Petrocelli should be close. And Liam Ryan is out for a while. 
Uh, Freo, on the other hand, they're coming off a 51-point win against the Roos in an empty Optus Stadium uh, due to that snap lockdown over there in mm-hmm. Perth. Matt Tabata and Lockie Schultz for sausage rolls each. And the Freo mids, uh, Sarong is just getting better and better. He had 35. Fife was doing five things. He had 34. Brayshaw, 31. And we're speaking about him a few weeks ago. Dave Mundy, uh, he had... Brown th- alert. Yeah, 30 and three goals. Yeah, I think you were saying only the Bont had done that. Uh, mm. This season, so Monday joins that, that crew there. Uh, I'm looking forward to the ruck matchup uh, personally. Resident, uh, resident ruckman, resident ruckman here, <laughs> resident Nuffy, uh, Nick Nat. Uh, the experience of him taking on the 112 kilo big fella, Sean Darcy. Yeah, the big fella. <laughs> He's a big fella, <laughs> and he has the most hitouts. Ever through twenty eight games, and I think yeah, he has, cool start. Yeah, yeah, he's good. I think he actually owns that through thirty games. So he's got two games in hand. Yeah, right. Yeah. Wow. Did his apprenticeship under Aaron Sandilands. Uh, can Frio get an upset here? Well, aren't Fremantle? I think they're sixth on the ladder at the moment. Yeah, very surprising. They very are, surprising. Yeah, they're, sixth they're higher than you'd think. They yeah. haven't. They haven't. They've had a very very soft draw. They haven't actually beaten anyone. Of there, there is that. There is that. They aren't beating anyone too. They haven't beaten anyone too noteworthy. And again, that away form. So I mean, obviously, you know, they beat. Um, they beat the Ruse yeah. last week in yes. Perth. <laughs> so now they get another game in Perth. Obviously, being the Derby, I really want to tip Prio here. I really, really want to. That big Sean Darcy feeding that young midfield. I mean, it's the exact same boat. I've picked West Coast, oh. but I need convincing to pick the, the Dockers. I'm, like, I'm on the edge. I'm oh, you don't, you, don't, oh. you don't. The Eagles coming off a 97-point spanking. Exactly. Yeah. They're going to. Like, Adam Simpson called them weak in this press conference. Yeah. So that's, that's massive words. He's going to give them a spray. Ah, uh, yeah, fuck it. Prayer win. Prayer yeah. <laughs> get the win. Like purple it. haze out in uh, the Derby will be purple. Down the big, center of the table. Statement. I've got a West Coast, but yeah. Yeah, there's no reason why Freo can't knock them off. Max? Yeah, very unconfident West Coast. Um, Those injuries are, like you said, Pepsi, they're, they're good players that aren't playing. Mm-hmm. I'll change it. I'll make it a Desmond. Oh, I'll be, holy. I'll be Desmond. <laughs> two two. <laughs> odds, please, Max. Submitted. Yep. Uh, so West Coast are favourites at $1.68 at the moment. Fremantle are $2.19. Line is four and a half. Pretty close. Yeah. Very close. Very, very close. All right. So I, I think. Gets us into the yep. final round. Yeah, it rolls us into, yes, into yeah. the final round. Ding, and ding. To, to, to kick that off, I think we'll tackle the UFC. Um, let's go with some quick notes before we jump into the UFC 261. Uh, so it was officially confirmed today. Uh, Logan Paul is fighting uh, Floyd Mayweather in a boxing match on June the 5th. The Paul's still getting out there. I guess people are watching. Yeah, They're paying it, money for it. It makes money. Yeah, um, makes money. You know, that Jake Paul Askin fight was 90% performers and and, uh, <laughs> and music acts. So Snoop Dogg commentating. Snoop Dogg commentating, yeah. yeah. They're, they're putting on a show. Yeah, it's, it's a show. So Floyd's, oh, of course, is like, he's money, so he wants to cash in on this, so he's getting involved. Um, it, it's. Do you think it's disrespectful to, like, genuine boxers that uh, – I wouldn't say what Jake, considering his um, type of opponent, mm. if Floyd doesn't go out here and smoke Logan, who's I think it's Logan six two, and he's yeah, probably way, got, way he's got he's, yeah, he'd have yeah. easy six inches on him, and probably in the vicinity of thirty pounds. Like he'll be a lot bigger than um, Floyd is. So he's but Floyd's going to kill him, <laughs> honestly. So I don't look. 
No, don't, don't, don't even question it. Floyd's 15 0. He's the Floyd, greatest boxer of all time. Floyd doesn't lose. lose. Floyd doesn't lose. <laughs> But Floyd doesn't knock Floyd doesn't knock guys out that he, no. that are his size. He smokes Miguelo. He's gonna win. <laughs> so Do you reckon he knocks him out? <laughs> yeah, easy. I think he kills him. <laughs> you think he knocks him out? Yeah. I don't think I, he don't, I don't think he knocks him out. Nah, he's I, I don't see that happening. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm with yeah. you, Monks. I, I honestly like the the bloke's way bigger than him. It, it, it's the greatest boxer pound for pound yeah, of all if, time. If Logan makes it four or five rounds deep, he's getting punched five hundred times. He's Logan, gonna get knocked Logan out. Logan does not put a hand on him. No, yeah, Lo- he's going to get absolutely smoked. Logan does not put a hand on him, but I, I don't know. No, that well, May- I don't think Mayweather can knock him out. Oh. If you knocked out Connor, like my point exactly, Con- <laughs> Connor's not the size of Logan Paul. Size doesn't matter. Yeah, he's a fighter though. He can cover his chin up. <laughs> yeah, Connor's a black that had probably thirty fights before he got to that point. Logan's a YouTuber that's had three or four. Yeah, he's got. Yeah, I'd, I'd, <laughs> he kills him. <laughs> I'm not a big, yeah, I'm not a big Mayweather fan, but no one fucking likes Logan Paul. Like no one likes the Pauls. I like no. Logan Paul more than I like Jake Paul. I tell you I'd agree with Mac on <laughs> that <laughs> point too. Yeah, no. Logan is a, a bit more of a uh, not ch- chills probably. Like, he's yeah, a bit more yeah. laid back, less in your face. Yeah. that's the one. And June mm. five, it's not that far away. Really. No, not yeah, that far six, away six at weeks. all. Yeah. So. Uh, speaking of upcoming yeah. fights, TJ Dillashaw is out of his San Hagen fight. I'm not sure if you guys have seen this. Uh, doing a bit of sparring mm. work. He's got a massive cut above his eye. Needs stitches. So mm, he's yeah. unfortunately out of his fight, which I think was coming up in a couple of weeks. It was next month. Um, let's talk about probably the one of the biggest cards mm. uh, of – well, it's of this year and it's probably one of the biggest yeah, cards so far, since, yeah. since, since, let's call it the COVID era mm. uh, for the UFC. First time mm. back with crowds, massive crowd, 15,000 mm. people into – um, I think it was an ice hockey rink yeah. slash basketball rink. There in, um, Jay in Jacksonville. In Jacksonville, of course, had the Buccaneers turn out. Um, Jake Paul was there, and him and DC exchanged some words. DC saying he'd kill Jake Paul in a in a MMA um, exhibition kind of match. And Aye, duh. Yeah, duh. And Jake <laughs> was just like, "Yeah, but I didn't say MMA. I wanted to fight him in boxing, and mm. I'd show him how good my boxing is compared to his." Mm. Anyway, DC's a heavyweight, so I don't see any chance of that. No. Uh, no. But anyway, this UFC 261 card, top to bottom of the main card, was excellent. Mm. Um, mm. Well, there was... Even uh, the, the prelims and undercards, I think, had some pretty yeah. big fights as well. So some good fights. But I, I think we'll stick with the main card. And the first one had our boy, Jimmy Crute, uh, the light heavyweight mm. fighting Anthony Lionheart Smith. Mm-hmm. Um I think Smith was going to win this fight anyway, following it on. But unfortunately for Jimmy, he gets hit with uh, a low, is kind of calf kick, is a bit higher, hits him right on the back of the leg, dead leg, kills his yeah, leg completely, yeah. could not stand on it at all. Mm. Um, he's, uh, we'll get to the wide man in a minute. He, he yeah. just, it's, it just goes nowhere. Like he keeps trying to stand on it and it's just floppy. It's floppy, flopping around mm. everywhere. It's just mm. really, really bad. The rise of the calf kick, man. Like it's. Oh, it's massive. Like leg kicks. It's, you know, it's sh- ruining a lot of, a lot of blokes. Are huge at the moment. <laughs> like, and you know, Jimmy tried a couple takedowns. He wanted to keep going in the second round. He made it out of the first, but just couldn't keep going. So unfortunately, um, Lion Hart wins. Yeah, play that. Lionheart wins uh, through this. So I think it's his left left leg has um, no kind of feeling. He gets up with this and it just looks terrible afterwards. Just just below that play. Did it break it? 
It didn't break it. I think it was just nerve damage. So he's just oh, just like, nerves, just yeah. nerve damage. So he like he instantly goes down and like he can't feel his mm. his leg. It's like it's a dead leg essentially. Mm-hmm. It's, um, so he made it out of the first round. He tried standing up for the second. He said he was good to go. <laughs> took a backward step and it just collapsed under anything again. The, the ref's life's seen enough. We, we can't let you continue. Yeah. Um, Anthony Smith was gracious um, with his win, uh, but you know, huge step up for Jimmy. Um, he was getting pieced up with a jab through this, so I don't think he was going to win this fight anyway. Um, Very classy yeah. there from Anthony Smith at the end, you know, in, embracing yeah. Jimmy and mm. wishing him all the best at, at the end there. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, he, he can't even step on that left leg, yeah. can he? Yeah, he's like this. He's saying, I'm good to go, and then he steps back on it and it just gives out, and the ref's like, nah, uh. we're done. And, yeah, he just... Yeah, you know, huge step up for Jimmy. We'll hope to see him back. He had a yeah. massive shout out for the the Anzacs as well, being Australian. Yeah. Um, compared it to Veterans Day, of course, in the US, and yeah. kind yeah. of you know, you know, shouted out and said, "Hey, send the love and respect back yeah. uh, to the Australian New Zealand countries." So then we we roll into Chris Weidman versus Uriah Hall and uh, Monks. Just play the clip. I'm not sure if you boys have seen. Um, so I won't be watching it. this. Uh, <laughs> it's it's not it's not pretty. Um, restart that. Yeah, first kick. It's the very first kick of the entire match. Low kick hits it right on like the meaty bits of um, Uriah Hall's knee. And, oh fuck! Um, that's not even the worst. Yeah, bit. yeah it breaks both bones in his shin, shin done. He can't stand on his foot. Uh, Uriah Hall first tries to <laughs> tries to. Um, Oh, oh, I hate it so much. Give, there it is. <laughs> it gives gives out. Um, uh, so right hall first UFC fighter to ever win a fight without throwing a punch mm. uh, or or strike of that manner. Um, of course, the history. That's so unlucky. The history between these three brokers, blokes. Yeah. So Chris Weidman, of course. Uh, same thing happened to Anderson Silva and his fight. Mm. Anderson Silva broke. Um, he's leg in the exact same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Weidman yeah. then wins. Uh, so Weidman kind of ended Anderson Silva's title run. Uh, Uriah Hall ended Anderson Silva's career, essentially retired after yeah. them. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So then had this fight. Beat him twice, didn't he? Yeah. And then uh, they had this fight where Weidman has a, almost the exact same injury to Silva against Uriah Hall. Like the connection these three blokes have had throughout mm. their careers, mm. it's just scary. Like mm. how how it came full circle mm. back to this. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Well, Weidman was so Uriah Hall's first loss was to Weidman. That too. Wait so to win as well. So. Yeah, eleven we years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so so Scott, so yeah. can you show the X-ray? So like it's a clean break through all the bones. Oh, um, if, you, if you've still got that up. Um, I think it was up a little bit higher. Yeah, this. Yeah, so he's, he's yeah, he's out. just clean through. It's, he had surgery the next day. He was pretty there, good yep. um, out of the surgery. But yeah, uh, huge huge loss for him. Um, trying to reinsert himself in the middleweight division. Mm. Um, not sure where Weidman goes from here career wise. Uh, it's got a long long road of recovery yeah, to get back. Recovery there. Um, wishing him all yeah, the best. For wishing that. him all the luck. Yeah. All, all, all the best as well. <laughs> yeah. So then we roll into the three title fights, and mm. um, was Bullet first or was Bullet? Bullet was first, yeah. Mm. Valentina Shevchenko, that is, yeah. So Valentina Shevchenko came out and absolutely dominated. Um, everyone thought Adraj would beat her up with her wrestling, mm. and Bullet just came out and wrestled the mm. shit out of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, got her into her favorite. Looked a lot bigger and a lot stronger. Yeah, mm. just yeah. like so dominant, and you know, 
from this, there's Pound for Found, the two best women in the world is Bullet and Nunez. Um, mm. And they're already talking about they should run back their fight, their, which would be their trilogy. Mm. Um, Any chance, do you think? Well, yeah. Well, Nunez has won both. Yep. Uh, in the first one, she won by a unanimous decision. Mm. She won the first two rounds, lost the third one, and everyone said, well, if it went more rounds, Bullet was coming on strong, would probably mm. have won that fight. Mm. Uh, they did rematch, I think, 2018. Uh, Nunez won that by split decision. Mm. So, again, super close. Uh, mm. One judge had it for Bullet. So, they're, they're 1A and 1B, essentially, in the, yeah. Yeah. the middleweight oh, – well, in the women's division with Nunez being slightly bigger than Bullet, of course, mm. having the 135 and 145 belts mm-hmm. and mm. uh, Bullet having 125. It is a little bit of a weight game for her. Massive, but, yeah. But at 135, that kind of that's the nice middle ground for them. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. They, I think they should just fight to the end of time. They're like this. They're so good at how yeah. how much better they are than everyone else in the division in the women's divisions. Mm. So uh, yeah. I'm not sure where Bullet goes through from here. She's cleaned out that division again, um, so it makes sense for another Nunes fight. Mm. But and Nunes done the same. Clean out of her division. Like there's nothing else really left. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was beautiful. Uh, crucifix finish. Um, elbowed the shit out of Andras. Wins the fight. Does it easy. Yep. Um, Bailey gets touched in this. Mm. So it yeah. leads into the next fight. Yeah, yeah. the women's strawweight, yeah. uh, which saw Rose Namahunas take on Shang Wei Li. Yeah, trying to defeat communism. So she came out. <laughs> um, Jesus. Well, uh, Zhang, she got she got heavily booed in this as well. So mm. the American crowd, of course, got behind the American mm. and booed the absolute shit out of her. Mm. Uh, but it was kind of an interesting fight coming into this Um Rose, as Monks and I saw, you know, she was kind of chanting out, I'm the best, I'm the best, mm. hyping herself up. Mm. Had getting a, had, that mentality right. Yeah, had husband mm. in, the, in the corner, of course, with Pat yep. Berry. So, like, yeah. Oh, was that the husband? husband I saw her. Tra- 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 yeah, 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 right. Mm. Um, so, you know, Rose, of course, losing to Andrade. So it's really interesting that, again, the, 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 the women that were on this fight, mm. losing mm. her championship by that, the brutal um, slam knockout that she – she got from um, mm. Andrade, mm. uh, but come back. She knocked out um, Joanna to kind of win the belt originally. Mm. Uh, so coming into this, everyone worried about would she be able to deal with the power, but mm. she just her movement. I think the, the finesse was she was so good. Her in and out was mm. beautiful, and then she kind of just sold the little little shuffle in. Mm. Didn't know where the kick was coming from, and she just head kicked the shit out of Zhang. Mm, mm. And then we saw, you know, Joe Rogan's reaction to it. Um, so he just shuffles in up, and she just misses wow. it. And just bang! That's taking shit. And oh, then yeah. <laughs> yeah, so knocks that- out, and then finishes it off with a few extra hammer fists. Um, Zhang was kind of like, "Hey, you stopped it a bit early," but uh, I think rushing it back, she was like, "Hey, nah, um, nah, nah, yeah, 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 nah." And then of course Rogan reactions to this. Him <laughs> DC and Anik just getting. Um, just loving, loving <laughs> how it was going. Like every one of these fights, where it was just like, "Oh my god, something else is happening." Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was, it was crazy good to watch. Like, it was yeah. an excellent fight. Um, yeah, here we go with the reaction. Because <laughs> 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 it was huge, <laughs> and of course, it was the, huge. yeah, and the crowd gets behind her. Rose, you know, Rose was in tears after it, yep. kind of. Re- yep. Finally yeah. getting back to that point of she takes some time off mm. um, after, you know, losing the belts. She kind of said that she wasn't ready to be the champion mm. at that that first time. Mm. Uh, so she's come back, re-got her belt, um, tearing up. Rogan, I think, was tearing up as well during the post-match interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, so There were some issues after that. McGregor had his spat and 
attacked that bus a oh, yes. years ago. Yeah, she um, she was on she, the bus she as well. She was injured, I, I think oh, she was really? injured. I don't think she was. I, I think was she was shooken up by it. I, yeah. Ray Borg was the one that was injured. Mm. Um, got some glass in his eye. That's right. Uh, but yeah, they. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, not come back from that. Yeah. Yeah. So she had a few mental challenges, of course, mm. with being the champion. So mm. she's reset herself and come back. And excellent. Like, <laughs> you could not have asked for a better way to mm. become champion mm. again. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. That's great. So we'll top. We'll top it off. Uh, Usman versus Masvidal. Yeah. The big massive fight. Uh, Masvidal actually looked really good in this compared to the yeah. first one. Yep. They were back and forth. Um, Monks and I were kind of talking throughout the fight that even just before this, that hey, maybe Masvidal's getting a little bit too cocky. He was getting touched by this by the jab, and he'd been hit by the right hand a few times, um, but oh. hadn't had been happy. Oh, like hadn't man. you know tasted the power. Mm. Masvidal no. never been knocked out. Mm. Um, oh, even in the back to his backyard days, I think mm. he'd be knocked down at least once, twice in their backyard days. Nice. Fighting boys <laughs> twice his size, um, but yeah, this one was when excellent. That is such a clean right. Yeah, clean right. He's his you know, striking arm touches the cheek. Like he just destroys. Oh, you could see this, this is a spit coming yeah. out. Of his, well, did you see the steel photo? I think uh, at, at the end of the round, yeah. his trainer had poured water over his head. Masvidal, mm. that is, and then yeah. you see it, it all fly. Like whoever that photographer was, you know, got oh, a tail. Yeah, you just see it. Oh, bang! Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I think Masvidal, I think ate the shot really well because mm. if you watch, it, you can see him cringing and kind of coming, like he's still with it. Mm. But then the follow-up shots, you can see after three, then he goes. Completely asleep. He got slept. Um, so he, after the fight yeah. came out, full respect to Usman. It's like, hey, like, I didn't feel his power in the first fight. I felt it in this one. Uh, I, you know, I think he murders um, Co- Colby Covington, who's mm. in line for the yeah, next fight. Next fight. Yep. Yeah. Um, to talk about one of the Diaz brothers probably fighting um, either Masvidal or Leon, Leon Edwards, depending on how that all goes. But yeah. Huge knockout for Masvidal on a, on a, to finish off an mm. excellent card with no fights going anywhere near the distance. No, no. Yeah, look, looking at the, the whole main card, first round, first round, second round, first round, second round. Mm. So, so a lot of quick finishes there. What do you guys think, and you, and you guys obviously are much bigger UFC fans than, mm. than me, the, about the hammer fist? Because there was a bit of chat coming out like, like Masvidal's out before he hits the ground, and then you know Usman's got to come yeah, over the top one, and baby. Two, three, four. He, and he's not out to that that second last one. We, yeah. you, you, you could see uh, the other camera angle where they're looking straight down Masvidal's face. Like he can, you can see him cringing, and that's what Herb D sees when mm-hmm. he comes across. He can mm-hmm. see that he's yeah. still there. He's in definitely in pain. Uh, and it's those two to three shots that just seal the deal. Um, you watch his right arm when he's getting knocked yeah, he's down. There's one point where it just gets absolutely limp. Right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Nothing. Yeah. You can see it like the the second last one. He goes out, and then the the, the last punch, of course, is mm. finishes it off. Mm. I, I don't think you can do much with it because otherwise, if Usman walks it off, and then Masvidal has eaten that shot, yeah, he's probably going to take a bit to recover. But maybe he gets back up, and the fight continues. And okay. Yeah. That's just yeah. You guys see it as part of the sport. That's just good. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, it is an unfortunate part of the sport. Yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think there's some like this one's not a complete absolute walk knockoff. Like you can see him crumple. He's his left hand kind of comes up that he's defending himself, and then the follow up hand finishes oh, it off completely. Yeah. But mm. you, there's somewhere you know that rose one. Actually, no, they're not even the rose one. Like there's somewhere 
It's just you can tell just straight away. Yeah, they're out, yeah, you're just mashing brains. But yeah, yeah. like yeah, yeah, okay, you guys see it because I saw there was some chat about. It. I think um, there's, yeah, a super, there's a super fine line. Let's put it yeah, that way. Yeah, there's a super sure, fine line. Yeah. It's really hard, and you know we get. I've shat on Herb Dean in the past for some of his stoppages. I think this wasn't. It was not a too bad one. He's come across. Mm. He's kind of seen where Masvidal's in. Um, he's eating those. He's giving it Masvidal a chance. Like it's a main event. He's like, hey, maybe yeah. I know he's got an um, un, you know, world renowned chin. But he seemed like, hey, he's not doing anything. He's getting smashed up. Done. Usman, off you go. Because Usman said that. He said, I'm going to go until I've got a ref telling me to stop. So that's it. That's how they train. Yeah. Yeah. As Masvidal said uh, to Ben Askren, you know, those punches were super necessary. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think wraps up the UFC and UFC news. Yep. Um, Quick, quick little note in the F1. Uh, And I'd love to get your thoughts on this, Monks. Uh, The addition of Sprint. Uh, qualifying to a couple of races this season. They haven't announced what races this will be. Of course, the next race being in Portugal uh, mm. on the weekend. But they've added, a, I think it was 100K sprint qualifying uh, where the top three win, or, um, well, top three positions will get points, three, two, and one, uh, depending on where you finish. Uh, mm. What are your thoughts? Um, yeah, interesting. I haven't really read too much about it. Yet they did have they did trial it last year, I think. Um, maybe they talked about last year for this year. Um, I know there's been massive chat about how do we, you know, involve some of those other teams. I'd be really interested in this just because if hey, you you crash your car on Saturday, how are you going to race on Sunday or or vice versa, depending on what time zone you're in, but yeah, 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 that's it. Um, yeah, interesting concept. It'll be interesting to see how it goes. Um, definitely, um, if they do put up points for the sprint qualifying, then that opens up the field for some of those mid-tier teams to maybe push push yeah, forward. Um, definitely makes it very competitive in that mid midfield team. Um, yeah, I think only time can tell, really. Yeah, um, I think hundred uh, k probably ends up only being uh, twenty twenty to thirty yeah. minute race. Yeah, yeah, I'd say about that. Um, I'd be, yeah, I'd be interested to see how this goes because I think they've said two European races, one non-European race. So I'm thinking more towards the end of the season. Mm. But it's kind of interesting they bring this in now. Mm. No, they haven't said this is next season. They've brought it yeah. in for now. Yeah, which would like, be you know, if any other sport brought in, hey, you can now earn bonus <laughs> points for these <laughs> random weeks. He'd be like, uh, well, this is a bit, bit how's it going? But you know, F1's trying to encourage more spectacles, more overtaking. Um, they yeah they they want I more mean, eyes on the sport of course yeah so. and they've toyed, toyed with the idea of like doing a reverse grid and all yeah. that sort of stuff yeah. so how how this might play into that and how um, the spring qualifying ends up choosing your grid for the for the main race on the on the Sunday um, yeah it'll be interesting to see how it goes mm. see what happens from it um, yeah, definitely definitely yeah will help close that gap and I think even. Um, potentially next year will be the big year where there a lot of the regulations change. Um, yeah, arrow definitely. Yeah, that, that's where um, you'll probably see that massive closing of the gap where we do get to see a little bit, little bit more interesting races, a little bit more overtaking, a little bit more aggressive driving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So where that's are, a little. Where are they this weekend? Portugal. So yeah, I think the first time since I think I said this last week, first time since the eighties. I think they're oh, back in right, Portugal. Yeah. So uh, back there for. If, for the race this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton, of course, would be the red-hot favourites to mm-hmm. take out this race. Mm-hmm. Um, loved, of course, to see McLaren up there near the top with our boy Danny Rick. But mm. if not, Lando Norris has been doing bits as well. 
Yeah, he's he's been driving driving pretty good. Yeah, golf, baby. This is just about my favourite news out of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Two Aussie larrikins, Cam Smith and Mark Leishman, they win the Zurich Classic of New Orleans. Uh, it's a pretty fun tournament. They've just gone to the team format four years ago in 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first year, actually, uh, Cam Smith won it with uh, the Swede, Jonas Blixt. Uh, so it's the second time he's won this event. Uh, this time he was uh, paired up with an Aussie and... Uh, the leash, he was, he was rocking the, the fake mullet for a little bit there. <laughs> they they just seemed like absolutely cool characters. Uh, it's a combination of uh, alternate shot uh, foursome and uh, four ball, uh, and they, they came out and they won it by a stroke, I believe. Um, they, they're so funny. They after they won it, they were posting all the best memes that people had sent them. <laughs> like, the, the, I think there's a Step Brothers meme and yeah. a, a Dumb and Dumber. Dumber and, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> just like. That could, yeah, it, it, it makes you just happy to be an Aussie and like golf. Just yeah. because that they just clearly are just good blokes who are just who just hit the shit out of a golf ball. Yeah, like yeah big time, big time. And for their troubles, they get a million bucks each out of, out of that. So Tidy. Yeah, good on them. And yeah, that's just, Pretty close to my favourite story out of the out of the uh, sporting news from this week. Uh, I suppose the last uh, bit of sport that we want to touch on is the soccer. Uh, so in the EPL, we've been following the uh, the top four, the race to play in the Champions League next season. Uh, Chelsea had a one 0 win over West Ham. That gets them uh, into fourth, and they leapfrog the Hammers there. I think there's five rounds to play in the APL. Uh, with City wrapped up first and United wrapped up second. Uh, La Liga is poised for a great finish. Uh, there's Atletico, Real, Barca and Sevilla all within three points there. You'd love to see Sevilla knock off one of the big three there. Uh, I'll definitely be cheering for them. And then in Ligue 1 in France, it's uh, there's only two points between Lille, PSG and Monaco. Uh, so those two leagues, uh, it will be a tight finish. Uh, mentioned cities probably wrapped up the EPL and Bayern and Inter have definitely yeah. wrapped up the Bundesliga and Syria. I'm a little bit sad that West Ham's out of four, but it's still close. It's a big loss because you know they were vying with Chelsea. Yeah, and, you and call it a six point win. You're one of those old six point wins. Yeah, you know, six, six point turnaround, well. isn't it? And uh, yeah, so they, I think they find themselves in fifth, uh, two points off fourth, uh, if memory serves. I'll just chase that one up here. Uh, yeah, uh, three points off. And then Liverpool, a point behind them. Tots, a point behind them. And Everton, a point behind them. So, Ooh, very close. again, uh, we've been speaking about it for weeks. Third and eighth, there's there's no, there's no, not much between it. Um, but it's do, it's do or die now for, for those teams outside the top four if they want to be playing European football next year. Uh, and the last bit of soccer news is Real Madrid and Chelsea played this morning our time. Uh, this first semi semi-final leg in the Champions League, empty stadium in the rain. Uh, and there was actually some really nice goals scored in this. It was a one-all mm. draw. Christian Pulisic, he, um, the American left winger, he was cutting it inside the keeper and just toiled with him to put it in in the 14th minute. He's a gun. He's yeah, so good. He's so good. Yeah, mm. he might be the best American soccer player getting around at the moment. And Benzema, Karim Benzema, I think he went to fourth all-time uh, for goals in the Champions League. He, uh, he hit the post minutes before. Uh, he, he got one on the chest and f- and then put it straight on the uh, on his right boot and smacked it into the old onion bag. Uh, and it oldest oldest player to score in a semi. Uh, yeah, he overtook that record. Yeah, yeah. right. Eight, 30, 
33, yeah, yeah. yeah, coming up on 34. Yeah. He took over Ronaldo okay. um, for that record, yeah. So still go, still kicking. He's been good for a long time. He has been, he yeah. has been. Uh, sort of lived in the shadow of Ronaldo a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, so he mm. needs to be the main striker for them in their run for this uh, European Cup. And uh, PSG and Man City play tomorrow morning our time. Um, oh, yeah. I'm going for PSG. I think I've said that before. Uh, I don't really like any of these clubs, to be honest, but uh, <laughs> I think yeah. I, I least hate PSG. Yeah, what's happened recently? Yeah, yeah let's all back PSG. Oui, oui. Oui, oui, PSG. Yeah. Uh, so Monk, Monk's just got the stepbrothers photo <laughs> shop there of Mark Leishman and Cameron Smith. We might put a link or maybe even post that on our socials there. They're bloody funny bastards. <laughs> it's, it's good to see. <laughs> what have they got? Hangover. Uh, dumb and dumber. Tournament crashes. Tournament crashes. That's very so, good mm. chat. I reckon they have a lot of fun together off the course mm. as well as on the course. Oh, Quite definitely. possibly. Uh, some final notes before we finish up. So Carla, um, Caleb, sorry, uh, fairly has tested positive for Rona, so he won't be at the draft. So mm. I just thought I'd throw that in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just showed Monkey this. Chris Weidman also uh, showed an x-ray. This is going to sound terrible. Uh, showed an x-ray of... Not just his shin, but also he's, they found problems with his knees and, of course, his cock is in the picture. Mm. So Chris Weidman is... <laughs> great, great way to finish it. Yeah, great, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a great finish. Uh, I thought, you know, great show from him. It was like, hey, I've just had one of the worst injuries on the UFC and a massive surgery to follow it up. But he, here's a funny picture of my cock uh, next to my knees. So there you go. Shout out to Chris Weidman. <laughs> someone's doing well out there. Good on you, mate. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, thanks to everyone that has subscribed to our channel. We're having a mm-hmm. lot of fun doing this. Um, yeah, shout out again to our uh, few fans in India over there. Hope you're all keeping well. Yeah. Uh, can't wait for the Aussie sport over the weekend. And the big one, I suppose, for us is the NFL draft. Uh, Two which, days away? Yeah, yeah, day and a half, really. Day yep. and a half. Yep. yep, Thursday night, their time. Friday morning, our time. Me and Sean might do a little live experiment mm-hmm. uh, on Friday morning. Uh, thank you for listening if you're still with us but a really mm-hmm. short episode actually here on the Esky uh, we, we did a separate uh, live show for the NFL uh, they took the bulk out of it uh, we've got the NBA coming close to playoffs and that's yeah. about it mm-hmm. I'd say mm-hmm. yeah thanks boys appreciate it talk thanks soon guys thank you thank you thank you all see you we'll next see you time later. go dogs bye, bye see you bye